Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. This little baby Yoda one will grow into like the size of a giant orc. No. And he eats <laughs> raincores. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Hey everyone, welcome to Mandalorian, where we discuss everything about the new Star Wars show, The Mandalorian, streaming now on Disney+. Plus. There are eight episodes of this show, so we're going to be discussing each one, of those sh- each one of those episodes one by one. Weekly. Weekly. And, but before we get into that, my name is Ali, I'm one of your hosts. I'm Corey. And I'm Tom. And this episode is brought to you by members of the Nerd On Nation. If you want to learn how you can support the show... Get some cool perks and, you know, join our little band of nerds. Head on over to nerdon.io backslash Patreon. Hell but yeah. Let's get into it, man. Let's get but into it. I this. mean, if they also wanted to read stuff, yeah. they could probably read the comic books that it's that has some of That's the extended true. lore. That's true. On Comixology, on nerdon.io backslash Comixology. Comixology. Some would say it's the internet number one source for comic books. The internet number one source. That's the correct. internet number one source. <laughs> not, po- not, not possessive at all. Not internet's number one source but, but yeah. today we're here <laughs> I'm just, that's what tom usually writes yeah. so uh, today we're here talking about uh the mandalorian so yeah it's yeah. here i mean at the time of this recording we uh two episodes have aired chapter one chapter two chapter one chapter two uh so let's do you know like we normally yeah. do on our uh, nerd on show uh since this is the mini series compared to that uh a brief synopsis initial reactions yeah yeah uh go, who wants to go first um i'll go uh so this was something that i was very much anticipating for a while, uh, very excited that John Favreau was involved uh, to, to learn that he's involved, and the trailers looked pretty amazing. Um, and I just went in as just like a Star Wars fan, you know, yeah. that just loved the uh, you know four, five, and six more than anything else. And I, I had a really great time with this first ep- with the first episode. Um, it was I was kind of giddy. I, I love the Western vibes. Uh, you know, the Star Wars-ness of it, of like what kind of credits, you know, I yeah. can take. Like all that stuff was just like being- Seeing the Mon Calamari credits were the Mon cool. Cal- Yeah, those were cool. And being like, wow, that's like, what is that? And it was like, you know? the sound was slimy. It was like a uh, Calamari Flan was the, yeah. the currency. I found that uh, fascinating. But I just, I don't know. I, I really dug it. I, I liked the vibe um, and it had cool action, had great scenes and the some of the shots were absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, it wasn't perfect. I had little things here and there, uh, but we'll talk about those, I'm sure, as we go on. Mm-hmm. But yeah, overall, I really, I really dug it. You want to talk about the second episode since we'll, we're yeah, covering sec- two? Yeah. 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 So the second episode, um, I really did enjoy as well. But it, it for me, it, it, I had some some other. Uh, it, how do how do I put this? It without going into qualms yet, or you know, trepidations. It had it didn't feel the same as the first episode even though it was like written by the same person mm-hmm. it it kind of felt like a filler episode right up front which was kind of odd it was also very short i don't know if you guys noticed well was it much like, shorter? i think if you well yeah, people online minutes and 32 minutes it is but people were online were very quick to point out if you take out the previously on and the credits which are like very long you get you get a less than 30 like, minute episode like 28 mm-hmm. minutes okay yeah. so it was interesting but you know a lot of cool story stuff uh still in there yeah yeah. I mean, we are going to do spoilers, so of you can talk about Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, yeah, Baby I mean, Yoda. Baby Yoda, obviously, <laughs> you know, the first episode leaves with that cliffhanger. And, and we don't like, mean Baby Yoda. It's right. just that, that race. That, that race, race is known as an race. unknown, unknown uh, race. Yeah. So people have gone to calling it Baby Yoda since Which we've only seen 
three yeah. ever. Don't right. don't do that. It's like calling me like oh Asian uh, Asian man. Oh, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan, Jackie Chan. Yeah. Like, no, there's there's different ones. There's different one. There's like <laughs> but Yoda. At this time, there is no there is no uh, Nam de Guerre. Yes. Right. Um, um, we've only seen Yoda Yaddle, Yaddle. who's a female version. And then for those of you who are familiar with the Knights of the Old Republic, uh, Vandar oh, is also one of the right. Jedi Council on uh, Dantooine. And for everyone that wants to perpetuate the Mandela effect that I have, yeah. I swear to God, it, he that race, there's a boss version of it in The Force Unleashed. Like, it's one of your last trials, like, to kill Jedi. And you go to this swampy area, yeah. he's got these, like, four-legger, like, General Grievous things. And he's got two little baby light green lightsabers that you fight against. I swear... In my mind. <laughs> Tell me if I'm wrong, but I, I have it in my mind's eye, baby. But yeah. officially, we know there are three, yeah. possibly four, if Tom's yeah. fever dream serves Tom's correctly. Bigfoot <laughs> conspiracy. So, in, in, in long story short, the second episode um, was still really good, um, but it didn't live up to how much I enjoyed the first episode. Mm -hmm. But I'm still equally as intrigued as to like what happens next. Yeah. And I can't wait for episode three. Cool. Um, for me, uh, opposite effect. Interesting. Uh, so with the pilot, I so with the TV pilot, it's very interesting. So I, you know, as much as of a Star Wars fan as extensive I, as Fever Dreams could be, uh, I tend to like look at you know visual mediums very critically, and I look at it you know from a filmmaker standpoint. And I felt that the pilot, uh, you know, was so cool. Like mm -hmm. every introduction to characters, like Carl Weathers' character, the introduction to uh, this Werner Herzog, this bounty hunter that we still don't know oh, the yeah. name of. Uh, and then also Werner Herzog's character uh, were really fun and great. And also, uh, of For I Have Spoken. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick Nolte. Nick Nolte. Um, uh, and uh, I, I liked that a lot. I thought the cinematics were great. And I liked uh, the IG-11. Yeah, the IG-11 was fun. Um, Aimbot. Uh, yeah, I liked, literally. Uh, you know, just the lo overall look of everything. And I really like how this Mandalorian armor is much more slimmed down compared to the more robust stuff that we've seen. Right. Um. So it felt like a brand new world again in a familiar place, but uh, for a pilot episode, I felt like it was uh, like it's it was lacking and for me like it didn't have enough threads mm -hmm. to like kind of make me interested. Like if I you know were to look at it with the most critical eye, take away all the Star Wars skin stuff, it's yeah. a story of a bounty hunter who is running out of money who goes to his like handler to get a mission that's like important that's highly guarded by like an old faction of military people mm -hmm. and supposed then, to be dead and then and finally goes uh, to a place and then has to make an 11th hour decision to kill a fellow bounty hunter and save a baby i but, think yeah i think that's kind of I, I can see where you're where you're coming from the you know i don't know if it wasn't necessarily advertised this way but it kind of felt like they were going to do like a multi-part movie in a sense and like maybe it would be a good chapter good first chapter of a multi-part movie, yeah. but as far as like a self-contained episode. But I mean, yeah. for me, like in all actuality, like as, as critical I may be about it, like it made me just like, fuck, I don't give a shit about Jedi anymore. I want to see a Mandalorian mm -hmm. like series of movies. Right. Because yes. I, I thought it was so all interesting. All wanted. Right. Um, but then, Speaking so, from the Star Wars but, so base. So continuing on with the second one, you don't really get any of the glory of the second one without having the what the legwork of the pilot does, right? Mm -hmm. So I think what I really liked about the pilot, or about the second one was that like, you got a somewhat a, a smaller, a bigger glimpse at like potentially the humanity that this bounty hunter may or may not have of saving this child. Mm -hmm. um, and we don't know, again, the implications. We don't know how he feels about it. Like Star Wars like right. fans would know like the relationship between Mandalor Mandalorian and Sith as well as Jedi. But for us, for this character, we have no idea. Um, and just playing around with that, it, you know, it feels like the salvation story. Uh, so I like that kind of in, in uh, element. And then I thought this episode just kind of had more 
of the world building uh, feel and more of like a tone setting instead Mm -hmm. of like a here's story. But even then I would say like the pilot doesn't give me a lot of story to begin with as well. That's a good point. So, um, yeah, I mean, I enjoyed both of them. Like to me, I would say this, like it's probably the coolest like Star Wars show we've ever gotten. Like the Clone Wars is great. You know, Rebels is great. Resistance is great. This is an adult version. But this is like, Mm -hmm. you know, like cool. I get to see like what's actually happening. And then like it it made me look back and like, Rogue One could have been a really great branch off storyline yeah. for these characters. Yeah. And this is what I would have wanted. I want to see non-force users in this universe. Mm-hmm. And right. hopefully this show gets to keep continue to like show these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I hope it doesn't fall back on like him having to face like a Sith or a Jedi or something like that. And it's gonna be tough. It's it, yeah. Uh, especially when speaking of I'll speak on Lauren a little bit. Yeah. But without you can't really have Mandalorians without Sith. Without Sith. Uh without Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh because the Mandalorian Wars and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It's really what they were built and destroyed upon. You can well, have a history, but I don't, yeah. I don't know if it should be perpetuated. Um, How did you for, feel about him? For me, uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm with Tom as well. Like I am, I and you. I mean, I'm excited to see a non-Star or the Jedi focused. I'm fine with mm-hmm. having been there, but I think that's why I still like Solo. Yeah. Because it's really just about a bunch of smugglers and yeah. droids. Um, that, that movie has like a soft spot in my heart. It wasn't perfect mm-hmm. by any means, but it was right. fun and it, didn't rely on the quote unquote skywalkers to do anything. Yeah. Right. Um, but for me, uh, I'm I'm a huge Mandalorian fan. Uh Knights of the Old Republic one and two are both some of my favorite games. So when I was younger, I was one of those kids who just looked up everything about Mandalorians that I could find after that. Mm-hmm. Um I I liked the first episode a lot. I I for me, I love slow burns. So yeah, this is really it. Feels like Star okay Wars with mixed with Blade Runner a little bit, mm-hmm. um, where you know, especially with some to your of the point, music. If <laughs> if it were a movie, it'd be perfect. But it's 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 episodic, so we kind of right. have to sit in our seats and wait. Mm-hmm. Um, to which point, I'm actually really refreshed to be back on a weekly show rather than a here's yeah, all the episodes, watch it when you can. There's something nice about it. Well, it, it gives me urgency for sure. Yeah. Like there are shows that I've been binging for well years. Uh, because it's always there. I'm like, yeah. oh, I'll watch it later. But it's weekly, and I get to keep up with it. So well, it gives nice. us time to like process it, talk about it, make a new yeah. show about it. You know, like. um, I f- as far as the first episode goes, uh, I it's kind of everything I've wanted from a bounty hunter show. Yeah, at least. Um, first of all, it's fan- following a Mandalorian, like a real Mandalorian, because mm-hmm. Django and Boba Fett are not real Mandalorians. Oh, um, and I'll I'll talk to that yeah. in a little bit. Uh. So that's exciting to see him follow the same code that, you know, uh, that, that the Mandalorians are built upon and the same beliefs and kind of, uh, you know, seeing that Beskar metal mm-hmm. and how precious that is to him um, and making the gauntlet out of it. Like that was all for me, uh, really good fan service. It's set up- really good fan service. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good way to put it for someone that's who's, who's loved that stuff. Like that was a really elegant way to introduce I think it sets up things. a little bit of the initial stakes like it yeah. shows you like what the character is dealing with um, I like the way they introduce characters in the show yeah um, it's very and I mean this in the best way it's very Star Warsy, mm-hmm. where it's kind of like you meet the people you need to meet when you meet them right that's that's when you gotta meet them never before um, a little bit ahead. of that Flash Gordon a little bit of that yeah uh, was it like Lando-ish IG-11 was fantastic uh, for some yeah. again for someone who's been following that like IG-88 who is Boba Fett's other bounty hunting droid friend mm. uh, was very feared. And you read about it and you're like, but what? Like a droid, really? And then you see you this guy see in, this action, in action and you're like, that's why they're scary as shit. It's because 
first of all, it's aimbot, but he's taken shots. Like the yeah. only thing that really hurt him was that cannon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just like aimbotting behind him and twirling around. It was like, for me, I was giddy during that point. Yeah. Like I, I was like laughing out loud. And yeah. my wife was like, what's happening? I was like, everything I've ever wanted to happen <laughs> is happening right now. Um, so uh, the first episode for me that reveal at the end, obviously is very exciting. Right. Uh, just because when it was under George Lucas, he forbade anyone in the extended universe forever um, exploring, exploring the Yoda species. species. In fact, Tops made a card mm-hmm. with a bunch of different Yodas praising to an idol, and he shut it down. He was like, Ooh. it's the only card he rejected out of the whole series. He was like, no, don't print that. Mm-hmm. Um, when it comes to the second series, or the second chapter uh, for this show, uh, I felt the same. Again, it was different, mm-hmm. but it was more... Here's the thing. When you have a lead character whose face you don't see, yeah, you gotta... And I'm... I mean this figuratively, but also literally drag him through the mud a bit yeah. to see where how he reacts to certain things. Because now we've seen him in the first episode be a total badass yeah. and handle the pressure he's used to. Mm-hmm. How does he handle the pressure he's not used to? Right. Um, and I think that the second episode was super important for that. And it really gave you an understanding of like, okay, he's really capable in one way, but like he couldn't defeat a band of Jawas, right? Right. Uh, or he, he struggled to... He was going to like give up killing that uh oh, i forget the name of the the rhinoceros thing he wasn't uh, gonna give yeah. up he fucking had a knife i mean he was gonna go. he was gonna well, he he was gonna go out yeah fighting because good, that's yeah. what mandalorians do but i'm pretty sure he was like i'm gonna take it down with me i'm gonna die but i'm gonna mm-hmm. i'm gonna get this thing mm-hmm. um so it, i think it was really interesting that we got to see these high and low points in two episodes and going forward i'm really yeah. i'm really excited to see what they they do with it from there mm-hmm. um because that was one of my concerns going into this i was like uh, shout out to Patrick Willems on Twitter brought up the question he was like can you think of a movie or TV show where the main character not a side character a main character you never see his face not including all. Batman Judge Dredd where they're partial faces right but also not including characters that have like masks over their faces like the mask Jim Carrey you still see facial expressions yeah. yeah and someone brought up uh, um Doom Patrol, and they were like, technically, you get a whole episode of him without no, yeah, the raps. You get it. So like, right? it was it was interesting. It intrigued me. I was like, I never thought about that. How mm-hmm. are you going to convey emotion? I've seen it done where you can see the face and they don't say anything. Right. right. Edward Scissorhands is a great example of that, where he says, I think three lines to the whole movie, but you understand him at every. Even moment. if you like caught a glance of him, yeah, you would get an idea of how he processes emotion, and then you can kind of fill it in in your mind. But so far, we haven't seen. So I anything. I. From a technical standpoint, not from a story standpoint so much, but from a technical standpoint, these two episodes contrasting each other, for me, for the character building was really important because now mm. I get him. I've seen him in battle. I've yeah. seen him honoring his culture. Right. Uh, I've Now I've seen him at his lowest point too, helping Jawa, like groveling to Jawas <laughs> and like fighting a rhinoceros and protecting a baby. Yeah. Um, And you get that he's, you know, he's a decent guy. He wants to pay a qu- quail or whatever his name was, quail. Oh. Nick Nolte's character. Nick Nolte. I have spoken. Oh, yes. Uh, he wants to pay him. You know, he wants to like, he's mm-hmm. n- he's not uh, ruthless. Offer, offers him a job. And all um, he's very honorable. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, all in all, I'm, I'm, I'm in. I'm sold. I'm sold yeah. on this show. Uh, so with that, uh, we're not going to do any grumps because the show's not completed. Not completed. Um, completed. There, wa- there was a question of like, should we do it per episode? But we'll we'll leave it. I think the, we'll do yeah. the last episode. We'll, we'll rate it as a we'll whole. We'll do yeah. Uh, for the season. I mean, it'll be kind of cool. Uh, and you'll kind of see that as an audience member of where our uh, ups and downs will go with the show. Yeah. Um, but mm-hmm. with that, we'll just go a brief synopsis. Uh, let's do a little bit of lore first. For sure. And then we'll do brief synopsis. And then we'll do the production. I'm gonna go very light on lore, and I know I'm not an expert on this by far. Mm-hmm. There are so many people who know so much. Well, more. let's You're say the relevant, in the room. relevant lore. <laughs> relevant lore. Um, so 
Mandalorians, first of all, are not a race. Uh, I think they they used to be when they first started. It was all one race. Uh, I can't remember the name right now. Um, Back but when they it started rode the with, mythosaurs, <laughs> so they didn't ride them. They killed them to extinction. Oh. At least it was when I was reading up to it. They mm-hmm. may have changed the lore now, but when I was reading up to it, they inhabited this planet that was basically run by mythosaurs. And Mandalore the first, as they call him, mm-hmm. uh, killed the first one, and that's why their sigil is actually a skull of a mythosaur. Skull of a mythosaur. Uh, and of course the planet they landed on, they were like Mandalore, let's call it Mandalore. Mandalore. <laughs> um, and then it became a title that was passed down, right? From mm. Mandalore the first to, uh, Mandalore the conqueror. Uh, eventually, um, they, they created this society of all different kinds of races, but it's, it's about a way of life rather than who you are. Right. Um, so as long as you follow the codes, you always, you know, if the Mandalore calls, mm-hmm. you answer, you rally for the Mandalore. They're, they also have a code. I'll look up here. I have it written down in a minute. Uh, but it's kind of like the Sith and Jedi code. They have their own code. Yeah. Uh, it's like without honor, you may as well be dead. Like that. Mm-hmm. That's what they believe in. Um, yeah. And they're a warrior culture. So they're, fighting is their life. They're, they're pretty much what Saiyans are. I was going to say they're Spartans. Spartans. Yeah, they're basically. essentially future Spartans and future Saiyans. Um, or past Saiyans. And eventually, pa- past Spartans. Uh, they, they, had, um, you know, they, they had different armor, that kind of stuff. But the one thing that tied them together was that T-visor. Right. Uh, because they were helmet. different races and different walks of life yeah. they had to find a unifying thing so that arm their armor was their way of unifying yeah. themselves um very infamous too yeah like immediately being called a mando by that one guy at the bar it's like oh yeah, yeah. it's like you're just known it's that that it's is known that well they're 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 the fiercest fighters mm-hmm. um until well not even until they they teamed up with the sith and they <sighs> they wiped out a lot like they wiped out a fucking ton yeah but then that that sith became imprisoned and then well, they went to his leader his uh, master and they like broke him out and then they fought with the Jedi and the Republic and uh, then well, there was the Great Mandalorian Wars. Yeah. Wasn't there like a big like so the Mandalorians were very much like conquerors. Yeah. And uh, the, when they kept going from the outer rim into the inner rim that's when they met across like the peacekeeping like Jedi. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't know how to fight against that magic so that's when they started developing like tools right. and weapons and stuff Their like that. Their armor and, and mm-hmm. weapons and something that were specifically designed to fight against, against the Jedi, Jedi. And, and they teamed up with the Sith. That's and, when they teamed up with the Sith. Um, in fact Fun fact, Darth Maul actually defeated the current Mandalore and took the blade. And so technically, he's the new Mandalore in the Clone Wars series, at least. Ah. Uh, but he didn't take the title, obviously. But he took the the, the death squad mm-hmm. of Mandalores. Because um, Mandalore eventually, in the canon, at least with Clone Wars, became a peace world. Well, yeah. they, they split Pacifists. to two factions and they had like a Pacifists. Vote. I would be like, just set me up with a Beskar suit and like, yeah. Okay, so Beskar. <laughs> Beskar is really important because that was a precious metal from Mandalore mm. uh, and only the like elite could afford armor made out of ah. Beskar. Uh, and then of course there was the fall of Mandalore and basically got taken from them. So that metal is no longer there. So that's why it was a big deal that he's getting it back. Yeah. Back to where it belongs. Back to a Mandalore. I really like the way they kind of laid those seeds especially yeah. in the first episode with mm-hmm. how Beskar works and how like the forge works yeah um technically so like Boba Fett I believe unless I know because this it would have been Jango's Fett. if he's not wearing Jango Fett's armor most Mandalorians mm-hmm. technically had the same armor material that Stormtroopers armor is made out of interesting uh if it's not Beskar yeah um, so cheap it's cheap cheap, yeah. cheap and cheap. manufactured um so yeah so they became this like after the Mandalorian Wars, they got wiped out. So it's a very small culture. Well, it's now. very much like the Sith. Like yeah. Darth Maul was a first, like one of the few Sith. Mm-hmm. Like that born came into back. It. Yeah, that came back. Right. Um. Mm-hmm. So there. This is the. So when he's walking through that hallway, I was freaking out because I didn't know there were that many left. That many Mandalorians still thriving and creating well, and living yeah. together. Well, and, 
not living in exile. They were like still, yeah, yeah, like they thriving, have a forge, thriving they have, in their culture. Yeah, mm -hmm. so that was really exciting for me. I'm hoping they explore more of that as well. I wouldn't be mad about it. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, but the two Mandalorians that are quote unquote Mandalorians that we're most famous with, for with are Jango Fett and Boba Fett. Boba Fett. For, um, from the cinematic standpoint. From the cinematic standpoint, right. Um, and they're garbage. Well, they're not garbage. <laughs> but the thing is, Jango Fett, who, depending on what you read, was or was not a Mandalorian at one point, is mm -hmm. basically, by the time you see him in Attack of the Clones, is a disgraced Mandalorian. Ah. He is no longer part of the Mandalorian tribe. He's been exiled, essentially. <laughs> and the armor he has is actually stolen. Off a dead body. Oh, damn. Uh, and it could be, I don't know if it's Beskar or not, but it is silver. Hey, same for his son. Uh, yeah. Taking off a dead well, body. Well, that's why I'm saying he's trash because so, he gets killed in the same movie. So Boba Fett, <laughs> Boba Fett also technically isn't a Mandalorian. Right. Um, I mean, he's just a clone. Because he wasn't raised in that culture. You have to be raised in the Mandalorian mm -hmm. culture in order to be one. He yeah, that's why you in... die when you fall in a hole. Yeah. Well, Whatever he didn't, what was he the, didn't die. What was the water world called? I forget. Uh, what? Oh, the water in, in place where they the started making the clones. Oh, uh... As far as you know, that's where he spent his whole life. Yeah, awesome. right. Um, I think in the Clone Wars, you actually see him brought back to Mandalore, but I can't remember hmm. correctly. It's been so fucking long. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, know. so there's there's little things I'll keep dropping in I know. here. In the oh, yeah. Clone Wars, they just they talk about the Dark Blade mm -hmm. or the Dark Saber. The Dark Saber, yeah, Which, and that's what what's Darth the Dark Maul Saber wins. Well, yeah, uh, I mean, and so like one of the Mandalores, Mandalorian people was a like born with with Jedi. Uh, force, force, ah, force sensitive, force, force sensitive. sensitive. So they were like the one to kind of like bridge the gap between the f war between the Jedi and the Mandalorians, like a little Romeo and Juliet. And, and type so, situation. Like, nice. and then that Mandalore created. Rian created the. I don't know if they were Mandalore or Mandalorian. Okay, Mandalore would be the I big mean, boys. Mandalore is the chief. That's yeah. the that's the title on the planet. But I don't know if this Jedi became one. Oh yeah, I don't know, but I know that the Mandalore. Mm, yeah. Controls it has the dark blade afterwards, but then this specific Jedi Mandalorian, like, is the one that created the schism between, like, either we be warring people or gladiator conquerors, or we be passive people or peacekeepers. Right. Right. Hmm. And there might be some little tickle tickle with some Obi Wan people, but who knows? <laughs> That'd be nice. Uh, but essentially, I mean, that's in a nutshell without taking up too much time. That's what the Mandalorians are, 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 are about. Um, let me pull up their uh code real quick because I was uh. As I was re-researching for this episode, mm -hmm. uh, I found this, and I actually didn't know they had a code of honor uh, until recently. So, as there is also the Je Jedi and Sith code, which I highly recommend you look up because it kind of encompasses what they both believe in. This is the Mandalorian code. Gray. Strength is life, for the strong have the right to rule. Honor is life, for with no honor, one may as well be dead. Loyalty is life, for without one's clan... One has no purpose. Death is life. One should die as they have lived. That's the Mandalorian code, and it's badass wow. shit. <laughs> yeah, so, AKA. I'll say. So, like, twenty years from now, we might get like a movie that says "The Last Mandalorian." No, I mean, if the, if there's the, if I mean, everyone's dead and the culture's I hope it's dead, not called the Last Mandalorian. I mean, I mean, certain people do want movie versions. Well, to me, to I would. Happen. What made me out of this? I I wanted to watch like a movie version of like just the beginning. Yeah, mm -hmm. like I because would, at this point, like. To the the pilot, I, th I feel like the pilot as well as the second season like hasn't really talked about for a visual person who's watched the movies and watched the shows doesn't do nearly enough or nearly anything what the Clone Wars did in terms of like it, it give you the establishing of what this Mandalorian is supposed to feel. Yeah, I mean, and then we may just get that since it's not a movie. We may just get that later on. Yeah, in, we could. In the TV we shows know. Yeah. slow we, burn, yeah, kind of like I oh hope. shit. I hope because it's like in like 
Force, like if we just go with A New Hope, we kind of barely know a little bit at the first point of like why the Je- what are Jedi and what's the Jedi versus what the Sith is. Yeah. yeah. And then like in the second one, it's like barely even touch upon that at mm-hmm. all. Third one, okay, this is much more about the Sith. And then the prequel series is like, it's all about what the Jedi are and all about what the Sith yeah. are. Yeah. So like they're all interconnected, but with the Mandalorians, like the movies did very little service to even explain what the point of them Oh, was. yeah. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. Boba Fett didn't, uh, his first appearance was a cartoon. Yeah. Well, yeah. Like that's, that's, that was during the Christmas special, this which Christmas by the special. way, I would highly recommend it's the only good part. It's actually good. Like it's yeah. out of the Christmas special, which is, you know, I don't know if you've ever watched it. Fever dream. It's, I haven't. It's, you should watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You should watch <laughs> you it. You should dude. watch it when you're sick. Um, <laughs> but uh, everyone's contractually obligated to be there. Like Harrison oh, Ford is really like off, like so mad. Uh, but there's a cartoon in the middle of it about Boba Fett and it's really good. It was oh, introducing the character. Interesting. Uh, yeah, but anyway. So, brief synopsis. Brief synopsis, uh, yeah. So, it, we start out on a uh, random island, a random planet, we don't know. Snow it, planet. Snow planet. And we have uh, we have our hero, the Mandalorian, which, again, unnamed, uh, who walks over into uh, pretty much a bar and uh, sits down and gets a, a drink. And there's a, a fight happening behind him. And he breaks up the fight and uh, actually saves a guy who's in trouble, finding out that that's his bounty. Yeah, puts the bounty mm-hmm. puck, which oh. I love bounty pucks. Oh, yeah. yeah that's love great. That idea. Uh, and then he takes his bounty up to his ship, flies away. The guy tries to escape, and then he puts him in carbonite. Uh, he drops off uh, the bounty with Carl Weathers in a new planet. Mm-hmm. And then Carl Weathers says, hey, man, like, I can't give you all the bounties because all the other bounty the hunters guild. need all the other, the guild. Like, we we don't have that much money and stuff like that. So he's like, I'll take the most expensive one. He's like, it's dangerous. You should do it. Here's a call to no act. Puck. Here's a call to history, a call mm-hmm. to adventure. So we meet the uh, handler for that mission. Uh, and it's Werner Herzog, yep. and but before, character's name is the client. The client is the client. Uh, but before we uh, get to that point, we are met with some stormtroopers, and Which, this is supposed to be was... five years after Return of the Jedi. In the previous scene, the Mandalorian even says the Empire is dead. Yeah, these credits are no good. Yeah, Imperial. When he's trying are to get no uh, sold them, yeah. um, and then uh, it's a little tense as a little doctor boy comes in, and everyone puts their guns out to each other. A little uh, it's four verse one. A little brown like person standoff. I don't want to you know appropriate too much. <laughs> Hey man, some people get might get mad about that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, which by the way, I loved the. I don't know why I always like stormtroopers' voices like nowadays, like ever since like Force Awakens. Oh yeah, and now in this you episode, you mean ever since Daniel Craig? Ever since Daniel Craig, I guess <laughs> that's what it is. I, th- I just think it sounds badass the the new way they're like doing the voice for it. Yeah, because they're not clones anymore. Right. Yeah, they're all trained soldiers. Like we have you four to one. And yeah. I'm like whoa. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, they're actually scary. I like those. They're odds. Supposed to be, I like those. Odds. They're supposed to be scary now. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's the thing that the movies never did. Anyways, so we get the mission, and the mission is to uh, capture this per- 50 year old, uh, 50 year old, 50 year old asset. Asset. Yeah. Uh, dead a or person. alive. Person. Alive if we can. Alive preferably. Preferably. I'm just being pragmatic. Pragmatic. <laughs> um, and then uh, before he goes on his mission, gets suited up. Uh, enter the mm. tutorial of how to use your armor. Yes. Uh, so he gets it, walks <laughs> through upgrade. the Mandalorian hallway, and then meets uh, the forger. And he's uh, Smith. Be- Smith. He's just bestowed upon some Beskar armor for a shoulder uh, plate as well as a gauntlet. A pauldron is no, a pauldron. A pauldron. But and the rest is given to a foundling, foundling. which he was. Uh, and then he goes off on his mission. Uh, he goes on his mission and is attacked by these weird two-legged frog giant monster things. And then Nick Nolte comes in <laughs> and uh, t- picks him up and says, "You gotta learn how to ride it." And then uh, says like. Hey, whatever's going oh, on. the two-legged, the uh, little uh, um, piranha fish piranha thing. Monster. Yeah. 
Uh, looks yeah. Uh, and, blurg. And, and like Jeremy John said that he's like it's a piranha with two legs. Also, like, it's, it was a, it's called a blurg, like something out of Rick and Morty. That's <laughs> a, a blorgus. Uh, and uh, here's this uh, funny uh, cow riding uh, uh, show like part where he has to learn how to ride it. Yeah. And then Nick Nolte's character is only helping him out because there's chaos. Uh, there's chaos and trouble happening on his valley for whatever the uh, the client has sent him yeah. for. Yeah. So he rides uh rides away and uh he goes to this town. And it's empty, and then he's finally attacked. But he's attacked by IG eighty nine, eleven, eleven, IG eleven, IG eleven, eighty eight mm-hmm. is the eighty eight original. One. I was like, or he, he's watching this happen from like yeah far away. Uh, he sees that guy just walk up and just start walk shooting up. fuckers and <laughs> left uh, and right. They decide to team up and then take out all the surrounding uh, guards, uh, which they do, and then they use initiating self destruct. Yeah, they d- <laughs> use a uh, turret to blast open a door once all the goonies are dead. And then uh, one li- still left there, and then they find a life form using a plot device a uh, toy, uh, and uh, they open up the thing, and they're like, "Whoa, it's supposed to be fifty years old," and it's a little baby uh, Yoda, Yoda race yeah. person, not baby yeah. Yoda, but we're the same race that he belongs to. And then uh, IG Eleven says, "Well, we gotta kill it because he's in a different mission, so he doesn't have the yeah, same." Yeah, he clearly orders. has same target, a different bounty. client. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, our hero says no, and then shoots him. And, uh, we end off with a iconic shot of, uh, this Mandalorian with the reaching bait. out. And, mm-hmm. uh, next episode, uh, starts with this Mandalorian going off through the desert to go back to his ship with, uh, this hover, uh, tracking hover baby cart Cradle. that follows him. Cradle, and he gets to his ship and finds that Jawas have stripped his entire ship. So he chases after them in their giant fucking a square thing yeah land fortress land fortress uh and then Mobile fortress uh yeah. he climbs up even though he has a grappling hook he climbs up and uh he gets shot and shocked off and he he just falls unconscious to be uh so the jawas are about if anyone here plays galaxy of heroes mm-hmm. just shock super effective against droids okay. jawa team nice oh, okay they have all shock weapons um mm. so he wakes up uh and uh he has to take uh he has to take the long way home so he walks back to nick nolte's farm and uh, Quill, uh, I think it is Quill, Q U I I L. Uh, and uh, they're like, Hey, well, we have to go talk to the Jawas to see if we can get your stuff back. Like, they don't destroy things, they strip things, they steal things. So they go to the Jawas and uh, they bring the little baby along. And uh, he says, Hey, uh, I need to get the stuff back. And he's like, This is my stuff, I shouldn't have to be paying for it. And the Jawas like, We want your Beskar armor. He's like, No, he's like, Then we want the baby. He's like, No. And he's like, we want an egg. Get us an egg. The egg. And get us the egg. And so he goes on a fucking side mission. Uh, and mm-hmm. then he goes uh, hunting in Side a cave. Quest. Yeah. <laughs> and then he's attacked by this giant rhino monster. And uh, he's... Reek. That's what it's called. A reek. A reek? R-E-E-K. Okay. For what? The, the rhino monster. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, Theon Greyjoy. Um, I think. So, or at least that's the one that was in Clone Attack of the Clones. Okay. So, Theon, so Theon Greyjoy uh, is being a rhino man and beating the shit out of this Mandalorian and destroying his armor and... Uh, the Mandalorian's on his last legs, holding a knife up in his final stand to save save the baby, and then uh, the baby uses force uh, lift force. to uh, halt the rhino monster in his tracks, that giving the Mandalorian the killing blow to stab it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we go back with our hero to Nick Nolte's uh, house, and uh, they fix up the ship. And uh, the Mandalorian tries to offer him a job, and then he says, no, I've worked all my life, so I don't have to be in servitude anymore, but yeah. I wish you the best. And now he has a peaceful valley. Yeah. And then uh, they fly off into uh, the end of the tutorial, and they're on to the next mission. <laughs> and, and Well, now, <laughs> presumably, back to the client. The client, yeah. Presumably. 
Uh, so here comes a, the true second act of the show. Um, but yeah, that's uh, the first mm-hmm. two episodes that we've seen. And then we'll be back next week to go over the next episode. Yeah. Uh, so production. Ah, it's called the Mudhorn. It's called it's a Mudhorn. Mud oh, yeah. You know, My mistake. You know, you'd think... I know. Mudhorn. You've got Rancors. It's got and, mud and, and a horn. And and Wookiees. You know, Mudhorn. Mudhorn. Yeah. That's the one. Mount Doom. I thought that it was works. a reek. Mount Doom, exactly. Um, so the production Somebody for this. Somebody emailing us. <laughs> it's not a reek. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's not the Anne Greyjoy. Uh, the studio is Walt Disney, Motion, Walt Disney Studios Motion Pictures. Uh, the showrunners, uh, quote unquote, uh, the creator is John Favreau, uh, who created, so I'm only to do the shows that he created. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dinner for Five, Revolution, and The Chef Show. Uh, the episode for the first uh, pilot was Dave Filoni, uh, best known to give all the amazing works from Star Wars Clone Wars, mm-hmm. Resistance, Rebels, and the episode two director was Rick uh, Famuyiwa, and he directed Dope, The Shy, and uh, The Collection. Mm-hmm. Uh, the writers for both episodes, John Favreau, who has written Swingers, Couples Retreat, and Chef. Uh, the cast, uh, who plays our hero, is Pedro Pascal, best known from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. uh, The Equalizer 2, and The Kingsman 2. A lot of two. Yeah, uh, Carl Weathers, uh, who's known from Rocky uh, as Apollo Creed, baby, and Predator, and Happy Gilmore, Arrested Development, <laughs> and Arrested Development, <laughs> and, 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 uh, Carl uh, oh, Carl. <laughs> as Carl Weathers, uh, and then the client Werner Herzog, as we say, who uh, lent his voice for Rick and Morty, who's also in Jack Reacher, and is in uh, starred in his uh, a film Fitzcarraldo. Uh, and then Nick Nolte is Nick Nolte, uh, who's best known from <laughs> Warrior, <laughs> Affliction, and Forty Eight Hours, and. And I'm not, I don't know any other character. Hulk. Oh, Taika Waititi. For... No, I was going to say Hulk. Oh, Hulk. He was and in Hulk. Hulk. He was. Nick yeah. Nolte. He's oh the dad. God. He's, He's the, the crazy He's daddy. He's at one point. He's like, I'll train up. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, IG-11, played by Taika Waititi. Who Voice did part. Hunt for the Wilther People and What yeah. We Do in the Shadows. And, and Thor Ragnarok. And famous for directing Thor Ragnarok. And currently in theaters, Jojo, Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. At the point of this recording. And uh, Love and Thunder. Oh, and... For those of you listening two years from now. So the show uh, was released on along with Disney Plus, November 12, 2019. Uh, the season is one right now so far, but I think it's been concerned for, confirmed for a regular season two. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's eight episodes. Runtime is approximately 40 minutes. That's what the internet says because the first episode is 38 and the yeah. second one is 30. Uh, the, uh, the budget is $128 million for the, $120 million for the entire season, $15 million per episode. The uh, RT score uh, for critics, Rotten Tomato score, is 89% and 94 for audience. I was going to say the production quality is also absolutely a couple of things I want to I want to throw up the top that I noticed from the release schedule just because it might be interesting to talk about. Uh, eight episodes, like, like you were saying. Episode. Well, we won't. Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, so John Favreau's writing uh, episodes one through four. Dave Filoni's doing episode five. That's cool. But then episode six is like written by Rick uh, Famuyiwa. Famuyiwa. And it's like a story by Christopher Yost. So this one I'm interested in because it's like, it kind of sticks out. It breaks the mold. It breaks the mold. Um, and it's also right before episode, um, nine. episode nine. No, wait, is it? Right? No, episode seven, which is back to Dave uh, Filoni. Uh, Favreau, oh, yeah. is, uh, is going to be on the 18th. Oh, and okay. that's right before episode nine. So, but I'm still interested. It's kind of this middle ground. I don't know if it's been rumored or what, but that there's going to be some tie-in to episode nine in some way. Uh, yeah, so the baby we'll be, grew up. Yeah, and then, and then the next week after episode nine is the finale of the show. So it'll be interesting to see what they do in yeah, that Yeah, because this still takes place, what, 20 years before? Right. 30 years before? Right, but they might be planting... 30, it'll be 30. Little seeds. 30 years before. Yeah, yeah. before, yeah. Ish, 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It could um, be like a Captain Marvel Avengers thing where it's like the, uh, they're seeding it for... Well, that honestly, to me, as, as much as I... You know, 
know about writers' rooms and I know about like show running, that just means like, hey, we had an episode of Phil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that and that's to me. That's that's me dancing around that um, inevitability. But I think or they could come. I'm cool interested story. to see. It could be Potentially, like but it could be a flashback story. We've we've or, had writers on our show who right because oh, go ahead. We've had writers on our show who were like, oh yeah, I've been a staff writer for years, and then like every 100 episodes, I'll get one written by me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it's your turn. Like, here's time to pass the buck. But specifically for it to not be written by Jean, by Jean, by John Favreau. Favreau. By Jean Favreau. With an X uh, at the end. French. <laughs> Jean Favreau. Jean-Luc Favreau. Uh, but that'll be interesting. I'm, I'm very interested to see what happens. Uh, yeah, it could be a flashback. I mean, because those, for those of you who are wondering, when we said foundling, that literally means he was found and yeah. brought into the Mandalorian. Saw some, like I said, it's a culture, footage. not a race. So, uh, he was brought in and raised as a Mandalorian. There's you, some footage of the flashback. In terms of not being alarmist and all that, you just made me super worried because, like, that just reminds me of, like, how the Marvel Netflix shows of, like, there's, like, two episodes that don't need to be in there. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that could be the one. It could be. Is that what they said? Well, no. Well, like, most, all of the Marvel Netflix shows are, like, 26 episodes long. Oh, Or wow. 20, 26 episodes per season. And it's like, you don't need four of these episodes because they're all stupid backstory. And I tell you right now, when Obi-Wan says, back in the Clone Wars, so it's like cooler than like seeing like, that's the Clone Wars? Yeah. And on movie form? Yeah. Seeing the TV show is way cooler. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So it's like, here's a, here's a flashback episode in eight episodes. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like, you have a very limited amount of episodes. I agree. And you want to use one well, of them for a that's flashback? That's why I was like, it, it looks like they had a six episode season and then they were like, well, Dave Filoni has a cool idea for an episode. Let him do one. And then we got to tell this whatever story in this episode yeah. for the timing of the show. We'll see. So we'll see. Worrisome. We'll see. Worrisome. Um, yeah. Should we get into like favorite parts of some oh, episodes, yeah, just, all that kind of stuff? Yeah. Because yeah. I got to be honest with you, seeing that guy cut in half by that butthole door was one of my favorite things. <laughs> That's a favorite. I was like, damn. This yeah, is the first there. minute and a half. They went Cut there. a guy in half. Yeah. That's great. Uh, it it, reminded, me, effect, it yeah. reminded me, well, they did it very Star Wars-y. Yeah. So like, remember the guy getting his arm cut off in mm-hmm. New Hope? Mm-hmm. Sound effect and then and then it's legs. Like, yeah, you're like, oh, okay, just enough to show you what's gonna happen. Yep. Uh, I do like how much they are using the grappling. It makes yeah. me really happy. It's yeah, one okay. of my favorite. Because we don't have a rocket, a uh, fucking jetpack. He doesn't have he a jetpack. Jet yeah. yeah, no. Um, not, that that achievement hasn't been unlocked not yet. Django Fett. It's Although not I'm Boba like, Fett. I was like, why were you dragging him back into the bar? Really? Like he was just kind of running away from the situation, and he he. But maybe to Could think, have gone may, to get help. Maybe to think that maybe he's the bounty kind of thing. Yeah, with storytelling. But. I think it was just to, just to make sure but no also, one fucked with him. But also, I'm not gonna yeah, let anyone out of so. here if they fuck with me again. Yeah, I'm That's about to point. take this guy out. Yeah, and I don't need anyone else messing well, with me. I mean, it, like it's kind of like uh, flies only fly around rotten eggs. Mm-hmm. So it's like you definitely probably have some friends. He must That's have yeah. friends. Plus, yeah. they like scratched his armor. So That's a good point. Fucking insulting. He's a warrior culture. Don't step on me, bro. Yeah. But also, it's kind of Rorschach. You're stuck here with me. So, like, yeah. you've incurred the wrath. Yeah, so. he just wanted to be left alone. And then, is it true I have you never take those that. off? Is that Beskar? I think... So he doesn't like you. So, mm-hmm. I've heard people be like, he talks too much or, or he's too chummy or, or like, too openly Who? conversational. Who? Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Really? That's dumb. I think it's Sorry. dumb. <laughs> I, no, I agree. I fully agree with that. Because I'm like, face. it was never established that he was a quiet one. I think he walked into the Boba bar... Fett. Right, that was both. If anything, that's Django talked a ton. Yeah, and my movies? thing is, yeah, he had tons. Oh, of he, he was, yeah, he was yeah, it was proud. chatty as fuck with yeah. Obi Wan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I think he walked to the bar, 
and assess the situation quietly and like realize, okay, my bounty is now being like kind of roughhoused by these thugs. And I think he just, he's, he doesn't necessarily order a drink. I don't think, I think he just well, kind of stands at the bar. There. He sits. Yeah. He, he's at the bar quietly, but I think he's like thinking about what his move should be. He's going to watch like, it play that's out. That's him it, being quiet. If anyone's like, not, it, doesn't if, mean he's a quiet person. Yeah. If anyone watched the Clone Wars, then you're familiar with Gandhi Tarkovsky who created Samurai Jack. Yeah. And if you're familiar with Samurai Jack, that's how every episode plays out. The yeah. thing with Samurai Jack is you see his face. And then secondly, he has maybe a fraction of the lines as this bounty hunter has. Yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of part and parcel. So if you're used to that form of storytelling, like it's fine. Yeah. I'm super sad, by the way, that the animated uh, cartoon Clone Wars miniseries is not on Disney+. Plus. Did you ever not? watch that? No. I, I oh, think, I wanted to watch you know that. Why? I, Damn it. I, I think, mean, the animated one is, like the CG one. But not the actual, like, okay, so when so, it, 2D. When, so, yeah. In yeah. 2004, So I when Attack say? of the Clones, the Attack of the Clones movie came out, mm -hmm. they did an animated series. Yeah. Mini series. And, and this was a Cartoon Network show. Mm -hmm. Gandhi Tarkovsky, who helped create uh, Powerpuff Girls, did Samurai Jack. And that's the CG one you're talking about? No, this no, is, this this is like animated, the regular 2D animated. Animated right. cartoon. This is not wooden people. Yeah. Uh, and then and it's in the style of like Samurai Jack. Right. And that came out and then like... I think it was only like six or six episodes. It was, episodes. Pretty, it was pretty successful and then they launched a whole new animated slot starting with the movie that was purely about Anakin and his apprentice. And, and that's that's, that's the Clone Wars. You hear people talk about a lot. Yeah. Is the animated series that's that went on for like six seasons, six seasons, six okay. seven seasons. And they're doing a seventh season. But okay, I did good. watch the cartoon one when it came out in like two thousand three. Yeah, it's a very quiet I feel like show. I've though. seen. I feel like I've seen a couple episodes. It's Samurai esque, uh, Samurai Jack esque. Yeah. And I was really sad Disney Plus didn't have. The that only on reason there. I know I didn't see the whole thing is because I was shocked with um with uh, Natalie Portman. Um, yeah, me too. No, <laughs> with Maul being back. Oh, that's yeah. in the CG one. Oh, is it That's the season one? That's not any okay. drawn one. So maybe I have seen the whole thing. Yeah. It's just been so long. It's been a while. Anyway, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, like, it's, I, I, what, for me, I, what I really liked was kind of just like seeing the world around them fall, that fell apart. Yeah. Was like, I loved that. After the Empire, what was yeah, the I loved like? that inclusion yeah. of, oh, I, these are Imperial. The currency uh, means currency, nothing I can't now. use this. And I was like, oh, that's really cool. Because like. They still spend. That's no, to me. Don't. That's really no, important don't. to me. That's kind of yeah. like this is kind of like again. It's not Jedi related, and that's right, the no. thing about the movies that they had going for it. It's like no matter what, it's going to be Jedi related. Mm -hmm. But this one here, it's like okay, cool. Let's talk about a story that's not. Well, we get, yeah. It's it, I mean, for for what it's worth, George Lucas like built a pretty rich, incredible world, mm -hmm. and then you know, obviously, that was like compounded upon by other, say it's his other, forte. other creators. Some some would say. Some um, say that. Yeah. So it's really cool to just be able to just kind of dig your feet into the sand and and kind of enjoy the world. No pun intended. That was set well, up. it's it's no like it's like living in the sandbox that was already created, mm -hmm. yeah. and then no uh, undigging some of the toys that might have been left behind. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I would just say for sure the cinematography for it, not in, in terms of the actual movement of the camera, because I think the movement's kind of like normal. But just the iconography that you get from like still frames or just certain framings, yeah, or I think completely that first what, push in from behind, yeah. But I mean, also just like walking, like just framing of like this Mandalorian against all these stormtroopers, or like him mm -hmm. walking upon this giant island, which you tend to think like if you're not in Tatooine or Coruscant or all these other places, like your hut is in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah, that's yeah. what this entire world has told me is that your location there is nothing nearby. Yeah. Well, and like and like with. The client, you're like you're clearly like an empire general, or you were of yeah. some kind, and it's interesting to see like that 
that side of things of like those people who were part of the empire now are kind of like on what the they run. Doing? What are they doing? Yeah. And this one guy happens to have like four or five loyalists with him. Old beat ass stormtrooper. Old armor. Like, so that, I found that. They, very they were probably garbage. That's why they didn't die. <laughs> well, I was gonna say they just like they may have found those and still been like loyal to they're the good cause. At, they're whatever. good at expressing how what the odds are of the situation and yeah. scaring people off that way. <laughs> um, I I loved things like uh, the thing about Star Wars is I uh, creatures. You know, every fun. movie there's always a creature. Of course, everyone remembers the giant moon worm, asteroid uh, worm, and mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So seeing the ice monster, yeah, was great. Yeah, I thought that was a great introduction to it. I loved the little uh, what are they called? That he has to ride? Uh, a Blurg. Blurg? Yeah. I loved those. Yeah. I liked that fight a lot. And it, it was very... Um, the CG was a little missed yeah. for me, but... Uh, the thing I like about it, though, is it reminded me of... So the way they did it is... Do you remember Luke looking through the scanners? Yeah. And then the Tusken Raider popping up in frame? Mm -hmm. It was the same thing. Same He's idea. looking through his, his, his scope, scope, and, and then, all of a sudden it just brrr. pops up in frame. And I was like, yeah. love it. Yeah. Love it, a nice love, nod. It, love it. It was, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, I would be remiss... If I did not say oh, look at me, look at him. the IG <laughs> 11 scene, uh, like I said earlier, it was such fan service to show us the droid that they told us was scary for so many years mm -hmm. in action. Yeah. And the CG was Is that great. the same droid? No, same IG type. Eight, same, same type. It's a whatever. bounty hunter droid. Okay. So yeah. it's built for bounty hunting. Uh, and so I never conceptually, want, I wanted to know what all the eyes did. Like I had mm -hmm. the toy and it turned in so many certain ways. And I was like, has so many like eyes and arms and, and, and like that's how uh, it's doing what it's doing. Even the little toys arms could go backwards. Like it was oh, just wow. like so to see it in action. It was like a like stick you didn't feel bad for. Yeah, it was a stick like you didn't feel bad. Way cooler than you could have ever like imagined. It was <laughs> such pure like five year old joy yeah. like that came out of the giggle I had when I saw him start to shoot everybody. Yeah, and, like not no look scoping and like I like I was just like my mouth was agape and I was just like what. Yeah. is happening like this is incredible like I kind of set up a little bit and that's the kind of stuff this that I was hoping to get out of this show is like let's explore the stuff from the original films that mm -hmm. aren't Jedi that well that aren't Jedi but also that technically couldn't be explored at the mm. time right yeah. well this is like this is the argument for like reboots this is the argument for like sequels like this makes sense because we can do things that we couldn't do. Yeah, yeah. but, like, we but can you can do it without cars. a reboot. You can do it without a reboot. You can explore another story oh. within that world. When you're um, not anchored to the Skywalker saga. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Um, Which, that, that was like one of my favorite aspects is the fact yeah. that like, for the love of God, like I don't want to deal with like a fucking Jedi that's like hanging around. Like mm -hmm. Even yeah. people are being like, this is like Yoda reincarnated. I'm like, please no. no. Like we don't need that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's you're going to have an impact, right? Because right. Luke Skywalker has a huge impact on the galaxy as mm -hmm. a whole which i would love to see yeah like, which we're kind of see. seeing yeah. with like the imperial credits not being good anymore the stormtroopers armor all deteriorated and like rusted a little bit yeah uh so i'm fine with yeah i'm well, with you I, i'm I, fine I, with a story without jedi obviously i'd love to see the repercussions i would love to, I would love the to see the turn from like oh rebels oh she thinks she could do everything she wants she used to be a princess now she calls herself general do you you know, think like, we'll, I would love to see those yeah. kind of things happen. I just thought of this right now. Do you think we'll see anything about like the start of the First Order? I hope not. I yeah. honestly hope not. Because to me, like some of the greatest things is that you can connect it. Yeah. But some of the things that make it kind of like so great is that they stand on its own legs. Here's, they don't have to shake hands with something else. Like we don't can, know how far into that. I would say I right. would hope we see it eventually. Yeah. Season four. 
Okay. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Like, so I can get behind that. One thing, you know, this Stay is a weird I don't later. need it now. This yeah. is a weird tangent, but uh, have you played Force Unleashed? Not yet. I'm so, waiting, dying to get home to do it. <laughs> uh, so, not a spoiler, but it's going to be indicative. His, oh, Force Unleashed. I thought you were talking about Fallen Force Order. Unleashed, no. So his, yeah, I have played that. Yeah, his in, his signia becomes the rebel uh, s- symbol. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, whatever. <laughs> like, to me, I was like, I wish Organa and the other dude who's in all these movies that you never know his name. Uh, came up in, with it? Who's, yeah, or, in Dexter would have been came up for someone else, but said it's like, Deus Ex Jedi again. It's yeah. just like it's a Je- it's always a Jedi story um, that irritates me. It's like the war- the universe feels like it doesn't work without Jedi's, which I think is a travesty. I would also it, it, yeah. My caveat to this, and now we're just getting into speculation type yeah. stuff, is I hope that if we do see it someday, it's not that he had a part in it. Yeah, it's it happens right. around him. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I meant. Anyways, yeah, like yeah. him being a true uh, like audience member or a vagabond like we are in this universe. Yeah, like he doesn't have to be a player. Right. Like he could just be like, I'm seeing it happen. And that's the wonderful thing. Like I would want to hear his aspect of like who Boba Fett was. I would love for him to just talk shit about him. Yeah. He's like, fuck that. He might not even know who Boba Fett is. Yeah. And like those are cool things. Like who? Which is fine by me. You don't know Boba Fett? It's like, we're going to get flash forward to next episode three. We're going to get back to the client. We're we're here and this first order of companions (laughs) of mine. Well, like, uh, it would be funny if someone's like, oh, I used to work with your kind, blah, blah, Boba Fett. It's like, did he have one of these? And it's like, Beskar armor. It's like, no. It's like, then he wasn't one of mine. Yeah. Like, something like That'd that. Cool. Yeah. Oh, favorite part. I yeah. could take you in hot or I could take you in oh, cold. Like, oh, what an opening. What an opening. That was like, probably like, to me, Dude. that's what, like, all right, I could buy this character. Let's see what fucking um, happens. I also really love the Carbonite because if yeah. you remember in uh, Empire, it like was a dangerous thing. Like, if you survive. You're like right. that kind of shit. You're like, whoa. They did set that up. So it, that might be a nod to like, they started it and then everyone's like, yeah, let's put him in carbonite. Yeah. That'd be well, great. He, and he's probably thinking like, he said alive, but not how alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> but also like, the huts were pretty much like gangsters. Yeah, not pretty much. Well, yeah. They were gangsters. Well, compared to Mandalorians. Yeah. Mandalorians are technically honorable, which is why. Well, you'd think Mandalorian probably have better technology. Yeah. So their version of it is probably way better. Yeah. You know what um, I, mean? I was going to say, because like, it's interesting that this great warrior clan, of course, they become bounty hunters because it's like all they yeah. know, right, mm-hmm. is fighting and surviving. And it's the yeah, only glory. Make, it's the only thing that's honorable to them is to best someone in a fight. Yeah. And that's all you're doing when you're a bounty yeah, hunter you're is beating besting the other people in a fight. Well, it, it goes back to the Wild Wild West, a, yeah. a world with no rules. Like, you pretty much like the fastest guns in the West like are the ones that make the laws. Here's a fun yeah. fact. Uh, because Star Wars, for those of you who are uninitiated, a stock wars. is a Western. Mm-hmm. It is very much a Western soap opera. Uh, Western soap opera that takes a lot from Japanese culture. Yes. Oh, 100%. Uh, but one of my favorite things is if you watch the first episode, again, when he's leaving the, uh, when he's walking, or anytime he's kind of walking in and out, but I noticed it in the cantina, the first frozen planet cantina, mm-hmm. his feet when he steps sounds like he has spurs. Oh, really? It's like, it just because of that? Oh, but I think it's his metal armor. Right, right. But like, it's, it's it definitely the, the sound effect of just cowboy walking. And well, I mean, it's they do, awesome. Like, they do it felt the, so right. They do yeah. that also, and it, it's compounded with when he first enters the spot, too, because it's just him against the back of yeah. the white in the background. Yeah. Just like going into a saloon. Yeah. I love it. I love that they're well. leaning into that a little bit because that's such the tone I had in mind. Yeah. And it gives leave for that slower pace that they have. Mm-hmm. Um, because I used to watch those little, all, all those old. Westerns, uh, I specifically started with the original Magnificent Seven was like the first one I ever watched. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it just has that vibe where yeah. it's like, it's a lot of talking, it's a lot of politics and then there'll be a big fight and then it'll be a lot of talking and a mm-hmm. lot of... They they haven't mentioned what specific planets we're going to, right? 
they haven't, and I kind of love that. I was gonna say, like, I think that's cool too, because yeah. I think again, like going based off a little bit that they I might know. have in dialogue, but there's no yeah. like big white word that's right. like not Bespin. No, no yeah, exactly. <laughs> no Marvelous shit. No. Not Rogue oh. One, like the first like hour of Rogue One where you have like like ten oh, planet dude. title screens come on. Yeah. Uh I, I felt like it's kind of nice because then I think we can explore worlds we haven't been to mm-hmm. and like just being on the outer rim versus being on the inner rim. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's kind of, kind of important because we want to see how much, you know, impact, like, again, it's great to see how much the empire was in effect, but also how much the Republic is in effect, but also seeing these worlds that like were never really affected at all. Yeah. Cause it's kind of like, you know, if you want, like what I would love to see, it's like kind of talking about like certain places now that like aren't affected by government at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like some places are so, where like, maybe the empire was the only thing keeping it, yeah, together, and now they've just left. Well, I mean, you can, you can think of the um, the reason Carl Weathers can't pay the full amount is because of that exact reason. Like, yeah. the, he had the economy, he has the currency for imperial, imperial credits, credits but then, it's gone, and now he's kind of like, like that, which, like that, and it's. I would so welcome that like ideology of like maybe the empire was doing more good than harm. Right. Yeah. We don't know the extent. All we know so is cool. the Skywalker family. You know. And, yeah. They're they're but, and all their, their point of view. Fucking personal. Go, uh, go from my point of view, the Jedi are. You, well, I mean, like most of the go like mo- twenty parsecs. You know. It, into the core and it's probably fine. Mostly yeah. everything that happened with the Jedi in terms of cinematics like, are, all, are all personal stories. Yeah. They're all like fueled by personal things versus like purely political things. Uh, another thing I really liked, I've spoken. I've spoken. I, loved, I dug that I loved, a lot. I thought Nick Nolte, first of all, was perfect casting. Yeah. Uh, he's a phenomenal actor. Uh, I thought it was the most random casting and then I was like, okay, I'm cool with that. works. Super works. Uh, I love that character. I just don't. I think I I'm just sad. We probably won't see him again. I hope well, we do. I, yeah. I hope you get a little Han Solo ish at the end, like yeah, just shoots him. <laughs> like well, yeah. <laughs> but I just liked. I liked the character. I like. I mean, if we didn't see him again, I wouldn't be upset from a story standpoint because his arc is like you know, there's peace in my valley, and he's like, you want to come work for me? I worked my whole life to make sure I don't, don't do servitude. Don't yeah. do servitude. And I was like, damn. I like I, I want him to just live out his days in peace. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I think I just kind of don't expect Nick Nolte any, any, every, anywhere. Yeah, I'm just like, oh shit, Nick. Nobody, Nolte, nobody fuck? expects Nick. Especially in a role like this, yeah, yeah. it's just like chill, yeah. relatively. And... He was great, he which was is great cool casting. that you get to see some like old, like you expect a new show, you expect like oh new faces and young coming up actors, but instead like oh they got some like the old Hollywood like mm-hmm. classic yeah. actors, which yep. are like fucking dope. Yeah, like seeing Carl Weathers and just like oh shit, he's. He's fucking doing good, baby. Yeah. Werner. Yeah. Doing Werner Herzog was great. Werner's His voice. Good. I'm sorry. He, but he, those trailers, I was like, oh, I would want him to marry my the life. best in the parsec. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Bounty hunting is a complicated profession. I was like, damn, this, ex- I'm in. You're the most expensive one. I wouldn't yeah. have even been mad if he was cast as the voice of the Mandalorian. Like, I would have been, been like, this is butter. <laughs> oh, this is yeah. butter. Can you imagine? Dude, I, I would love it if he there is like a Mandalore. And he's the voice. Of, yeah. Whoa. Welcome to Mandalore. <laughs> I am Mandalore. Well, I am Mandalore. The great. Oh. Almost Christoph Waltz. Well, no, Christoph Waltz. Christoph Waltz. I am uh, Mandalore, Mandalore the Great. Welcome. So happy for you to maybe be here. have an avocado. <laughs> Wait for the cream. Oh. <laughs> I'm just getting off off topic here. Um, I did like any other favorite parts. Yeah, I, I did also like in the pilot of him walking the small bit of it. it was, I don't think they did enough of it. Uh, the small bit of him walking through the town and seeing like the like the world around him, like yeah. the, sh- the garbage, like in the the poor disenfranchised people around him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, 
I haven't seen his face, so I don't know if he gives a shit or he looks down on them or not, but I like seeing it. Yeah. yeah. I, I, um, I I dig that the world building they're doing in this is really weird. Yeah, I mean, to me, I was like, you have $15 million. You better build this fucking right. world. Tom was saying that when the uh, mud horn came out, he was like, all right, let's see a baby 15 mil. Let's see, let's see what you got. <laughs> and to be honest, that like, I, I agree with you with the blurg. Like, the blurg. There were some moments. It, yeah. didn't, it wasn't enough to bother me like other shows. Like there's definitely shows with lower budgets. Yeah. But I mean, like, this is uh, like, like well, 4K on a 4K The thing is, plus TV. I just watched the Santa Claus and I was like, Ugh. The thing is, yeah. this is oh, $15 yeah. million dollars <laughs> yeah. for not an hour. Yeah. You, like, you've seen $10 million for an hour's worth. Yeah. Right. And that's what typical, like, CW has. Yeah. So it's like, let me fucking see this but bullshit. But the, the Mudhorn looked great. It and did. If you take into fact that it has to have all those hairs mm-hmm. and all the mud on all the hairs and stuff that, like that. Yeah, the Mudhorn. Yeah. Leaving the footprints in the mud. It definitely like, looked a lot better. Uh, I like that they, as I say, bumped the lamp. Oh. Uh, mm. Because they definitely did not have to put that in mud. Oh. They didn't. But that is challenging. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I gave it a little even more leeway. And I was like, yeah. all right, you want to put it in mud? That's a lot well, of CGI. Because mud uh, can look real crappy in CGI. Oh, yeah, 100%. But it, it actually was less noticeable CGI than the blurg work. Yeah, it was. Um, to oh. me. And oh. I, I, plus, I was. Very emotionally invested in that fight mm-hmm. for some reason. For being such a like one-sided yeah. thing. I felt very emotionally like And it's like immediate like his armor is immediately like immediately broken. I'm like, okay. Um, and just that I mean, I think I knew what was gonna happen, obviously, because they well, hit that is at the, the beginning second of the episode. episode of The Mandalorian. Not the second episode well, yeah, of the Mudhorn. But I, I knew I knew what was gonna happen in the sense <laughs> meant, of like I knew that the baby yeah, Yoda species was gonna stop it somehow. But I still had that moment of like when he was sitting there with the, the tiny knife, like not able to get up, just being like, I'm going to do it. Uh, as far as a character standpoint was, I was like totally invested. I was like, this guy Fox. is is willing to just be like, I'm going to fucking take this hit. And uh, if it kills me, it kills me, but I'm also going to kill it. And I was mm-hmm. like, damn. In in terms of favorite Honorable part, death. In terms of also favorite parts, uh, any Baby Yoda shit? Yeah. This is the fucking cutest toy Cute. I've ever Tom was seen. Like toys all day. Fucking toys, day. toys yo. This little fucking duh. mogwai. Yo, duh. Like, yo. Like, anytime his hand comes up, and I was like, mm, The toy will just... come out the instant that we get, like, a name. Yo, <laughs> seriously. And, like... Uh, so otherwise, what do they call it? I'm telling you right now, I... Two to one. The asset. <laughs> two <laughs> to one outsells any type of baby Groot toy. For sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh, yeah. Like to me, this is way cuter than a baby group. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um I, I agree with you hundred percent. And like the way that it waddles. And then also fucking when it eats half its fucking body weight in a frog. <laughs> when it um, ate the frog. Like, I didn't know it was gonna eat the frog. Oh, I knew for a fact. I was like, kill the fucking thing. It like laughs too after he does it. And it burps. Like, like, yeah, that's yeah. I uh, love that. I I loved that. I which, didn't know it was gonna I thought it was gonna try to play with it or something. Which makes me scared or lift it up with right. the force. But it was just like Part of me wishes like Yoda was like just the little people version of his race and that this little baby Yoda one will grow into like the size of a giant orc no. and he eats rancors. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? Like, he eats rancors that it way. It makes me laugh though because yeah, he's eating frogs but uh, Yoda f- thought that Luke's fish stick was fucking foul. <laughs> he was like, this oh, is right. disgusting. And you're like, what is your taste? Not, what is your palate? Because it's not alive. But also, yeah, maybe that's what it was. <laughs> well, oh, maybe. I was going to say, well, also maybe Yoda's also it's not barbaric. Process. Yeah, that's true. Right. Like this child's growing up in the worst conditions ever. Yeah. Um, which are could be cool implications later on. It probably is feasting on, uh, you know, uh, 
baby frogs or whatever, or yeah. frogs. So yeah, he probably would. It's probably what's in the stew. It's in the stew that him and Loki eat later on. The little fucking roots. Yeah. Trying to remember the planet name. I can't remember. Dagobah. Yeah, Dagobah. There you go. Uh, what I, also I really liked uh, Cor, what Corey and I watched it together because uh, if you're like me, listeners, and you had some issues with Disney Plus, uh, I watched the first episode on my uh, device, and then I tried going on the same device, logged in, couldn't fucking watch the second episode. It said connection errors. I'm like, are you? I'm, but wow. I did it. I logged in. And I did I, the thing. I, I shouldn't have any problems. Anymore. I I came in. Yeah. Why is my my ticket revoked? And then you take the laptop <laughs> and you smash it on the ground. Uh, but uh, yeah. so we watched the second one episode together. Yeah. And uh, immediately when the jaw like they met the jaw was and it's like we got to get this stuff back. I was like, fucking side quest. Yep. Like what they're gonna mm. make him go kill some. I, I guarantee they make him go kill someone. I was like, get us the egg. And Look. he's like, yep, there it is. There it is. Like, side quest. And Tom also called. He's like, they're gonna make an omelet out of that shit. And what did they do? And they, they just fucking ate it straight up. I was like, get the egg. I was like, I guarantee you, this is not important at all. Yeah. They just want to fucking. It eat probably it. gets some high. And I was like, like if we're being honest going on here, with that egg. There's something more than just it being delicious. I would love for them to just like just shit out offspring. <laughs> like that's what fertilizes them. Just. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, like uh, something. But shout out to the Jawas though, like for fight, like. Yeah. Scrappy motherfuckers. I yeah. had no idea. You never get to see them beyond like uh holding up their fucking <laughs> Well, that's the that's the sand people. Oh, those are the sand people. The Jawas, the only thing you really see them do is is like paralyze uh R2D2. Yeah. Wow. Or, and try to offload a oh, and run away a from cars. Droid. Yeah. yeah. Um but they like defeated a Mandalorian. Like when he got on top and yeah. all of them were sitting there, they I was held like, their own. oh fuck. Here well, we go. I mean, now, he, now you he see the advantage of that of fortress. Them. Oh, he did. He tossed them out of the windows. <laughs> the disintegration. <laughs> oh, the disintegration was awesome. That made me really happy too. No Mike, disintegration. Cool rifle. That's <laughs> uh, exactly what Darth Vader was talking to Boba Fett about. Yeah. No disintegration. And then what do we get? Three disintegrations. Uh, yeah, man. I there was a lot of these like hype moments for me. Yeah. And I'm I I I'm looking forward to it. even just the first two episodes. I'm definitely excited to get more into the the meat of it all. Mm-hmm. Um, excited to see now that he's got him back in the ship what he's going to do with this little baby because as we've learned yeah. he's not a bad guy no he he does business but I do code. I do think there is something about this baby that is like hitting him somewhere yeah and like other if they than take being it back, a force user and that because he didn't even know he doesn't well they don't know what the force is they don't understand that right but I think even before that he was so intrigued with this baby even before all that shit happened that I think it's crazy to think why do you think he doesn't know they don't know about the force uh some people just don't i guess i think it's the same reason ray thinks luke is a myth well i mean the uh, uh, only kind way of i think about it is speaking of galaxy. general just speaking of general grievous i remember yeah. him saying Dark count dooku taught me the ways of your jedi tricks yeah and then jango fett specifically knew how to counter against jedis yeah and if jango and boba are you have like to remember garbage even, versions you have of to remember by the time like new hope comes around the jedi are are, are wizards are, are myths yeah. yeah uh they call ben crazy like he's a crazy mm-hmm. old hermit it lives in a cave like so it doesn't take that long. Yeah, and even the imperialists are like, oh, his little Jedi, and then chokes the shit It does not take long for people to forget about the Jedi in the galaxy. So yeah. even five years later, when there, and that's, you have to remember, you went from having hundreds that controlled the entire Galactic Republic right. of Jedi to so like, down to like... Maybe less than 100? Yeah, probably like less than that even. Yeah. And people forgot about him. And then talking about from the time of the end of Return of the Jedi to now, there was one. Yeah. And so I'm imagining it didn't Maybe. get... That we know of, that like cinematically. Quote, unquote. Yeah. There was one 
that we know of cinematic. If anyone's played Fallen Order, let us know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. Is that canon though? Is the I game canon? canon? I think okay. everything now. Because no, because because yeah. they brought they said the orange lightsabers now are canon. Okay, so mm. as of recording this, Fallen Order came out today, so I'm not speaking yeah. to that. Uh, <laughs> so there's like one as far as Return of the Jedi goes. Right. There was one then. Uh, so I, I can't imagine that it got very far out that he was a Jedi even because even the people in his own inner circle didn't believe in but the force right. is strong with them they're trying to stay hidden anyways what? they're trying to stay hidden anyways yeah but so. you also remember like Han Solo who's traveled the entire galaxy thought it was a bunch of hocus pocus bullshit right so uh, yeah I could, I could definitely see why they didn't know know about it um, or at least what they've heard could, could have been different from what that baby did Mm-hmm. Right, so maybe he does know about the Jedi, but he doesn't know what the Force is. Yeah. Maybe he just right. knows they were great warriors. Yeah, I was gonna say specifically with the Mandalorians, especially if it's part of their culture to know yeah. that stuff. Like they would probably be more like Jedi's are probably aware of what Sith are, and Sith are probably aware of what Jedi's are because they're kind yeah. of like their history is all romanticized. The Mandalorian history may just be that they were great warriors that they fought because you have to remember the Mandalorian wars were thousands of years ago. They were not so were recent, Jedis. huh? So were Jedi's. Jedi's what? Are they, they like thousands of years ago? No, they were like twenty years ago. From this show taking place, the Jedi were wiped out when Luke was born. Oh, yeah. They were so, not that. So like, he could he could have had a new history of like Jedi would have been wiped out by that point. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Um. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, I was gonna say never mind. They're all clone troopers. Like imagine <laughs> if one of the, one of the five guys in that room or one of the guys that <laughs> shot, shot a Jedi. Uh, well, they could have. I mean, they they're be. they're not clones. They're yeah. uh, by that yeah, point the clones troopers. are phased out by the time New Hope comes around. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I can. I mean, we can go on all day, but should we get into qualms? You know. Is there favorite parts? Is there really favorite parts to be or favorite characters? Favorite characters? I mean, the oh. Mandalorian's my favorite character. IG Eleven. IG Eleven was my favorite. Yeah. R.I.P. Baby, oh, he's ba- gone. Baby Yoda mm-hmm. boy. Uh, that's your favorite. If it's a side. When he's than trying to like heal him, heal him. I love. He's it. waddling him back and forth yeah. and shit, and like he just he's cute as fuck. Like mm-hmm. he like he has no there's no difference between his eyeball and his pupils. It's all one fucking color. <laughs> I love the Smith. Oh, the Smith's gone. She was great. Pauldron is an order. Yeah. Honestly, she's like, I was a founding. Didn't it make you want to just have a really cool AAA game version of this? Yeah. Yes. Oh, 100%. Imagine well, if you were. Well, we man. almost did, y'all. We did. I think it was called 1313, 1313. right? Uh, anyways. Mm-hmm. Take the rights away from EA. Anyway. Uh, qualms. <laughs> qualms. Qualms. Uh, I, for me, Quar well, doesn't I mean, have any because he has fucking rose-tinted glasses on. A couple of the music choices for me were felt a little out of place. Okay. Um, but not that not too egregiously. But I just like a couple of the like the pulsing, almost like EDM spots. Oh. Just felt kind of a little strange. Like some of the transitional mm. like music scenes. Yeah. It's particularly them writing on the on the blurgs together. Okay. Um, it was like I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, good choice. I like, I'll respect it, but it felt a little jarring when we're just you know used what? to like. You know, it has really good music choices in fucking Watchmen. Trent Reznor. So the Mandalorian <laughs> so, yeah. is what we're talking about today. The Mandalorian. Welcome uh, to the show. F- for me, this is like very small. A lot of my. Here's the thing, I don't have that many qualms. I don't have qualms yeah. that took away from my experience. There right. are things you can exactly. nitpick. Exactly. I can nitpick, nitpick for sure. That stuck out. But for right. me, there was nothing that I was like, man, I wish that was different. Uh, except for IG-11. Mm. I, since I was little, here's the thing. My IG-88 toy I told you about, mm-hmm. I found in the sand, buried at a playground. Just like John Favreau with this character. Ah. So, uh, <laughs> I have been waiting my entire life, since I was like six, seven, mm-hmm. when I found that toy, to see a Mandalorian 
and a bounty hunter droid team up mm-hmm. and fight. Bang. So when I saw this trailer and I saw him in the episode and I saw them teaming up and fighting, I was like, this is what I've wanted. And then oh, he I know you're calm. dies. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, damn. No, I think that's it. Think he that's was it? shot in the fucking head. Like the first thing he says is it missed all my circuitry, so I'll be fine. Mm-hmm. And where does he shoot him? Right, right in the middle of all the circuitry. Yeah. So I, unless by some miracle, and I here's the thing, I wouldn't want him brought back. IG12? <laughs> well, maybe maybe there's, more, cool. there's more. To me, that'd be cool if they had IG12 and it was like, my serial, my, my, my serial brother. It's or Taika that, again, like, but he's like sillier. Uh, so for me, that was just because I don't want him brought back by some miracle. Like, oh, we right, right, never yeah, mind. Yeah. We saved him. I want there to be consequences yeah. in the show. That's why I'm watching it. Uh, so, so for me, I was just a little bummed because yeah. I was looking so. And that's my own fault for no, getting yeah. so hyped, right? Yeah. Uh, I just thought they did it so well. Also, mm-hmm. like that, I can't stop talking about that scene. And yeah, how it's... how happy I was, and they knew it. They showed him doing that like twirling thing mm. like six times, multiple times. Uh, so for me, that's my biggest qualm. Is like I really wish he had stuck around. Stuck they took away your been... toy. Yeah, they, they took, took away my toy. Toys. Like I would have loved some scenes with all three of them, like Nick Nolte, the droid, I, and the Mandalorian with the Jawas. I was, like I would say this: they shouldn't have introduced him in that scene then. Yeah, because the thing is, the only reason that scene works is because. A bounty hunter has to kill another bounty hunter. Yeah, to make mm-hmm. a choice to save. For a life. sure, whatever yeah. it had to be, that's fine. I was just that was so my, your toy may have not my shown up own at all. expectations. I put onto it. Yeah. Uh, it's no fault of theirs. Yeah, because like you said, there was a reason for it. There ha- like, well, I mean, that's there's no impact in that in that episode unless someone dies right yeah. there. Um, because he makes a decision to save one life over another. Yeah, it's divine purpose. And, that's, then, that's, and then we that's probably what, wouldn't. That's what murder is making his choice. <laughs> if it was all three of them, we probably wouldn't have gotten another one of my favorite parts is when he shoots his flamethrower at the jaw. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. What about this? What does he say? I forget. Yeah, he says, like, so, what about this? Yeah. <laughs> and they all dodge it and, like, just totally chill about it. He has. Yeah. I don't think he was trying to hit him, but. The character is not, like, like fully level headed. He's got a little bit of a temper. Yeah. And I kind of dig Only that. Only when it comes to his shit. That's true. I have the same thing. If someone came in and destroyed my. and took all the things from they my didn't room. destroy it. They stole. If they stole the things from my room and then tried to sell it back to me, I'd be like, "Oh, uh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are my things, you yeah. piece of shit, Jawas." You should go to Davis. Oh, then. That's what happens a lot of times, apparently. Um, so I'd say that was my only qualm. And then uh, this is such a petty little no nitpicky it. thing. I want the wipes to be slower. I fucking I called it out. You did. I said like these are fast ass wipes. I baby. want that feeling that like because if you watch the original Star Wars, those wipes like. The you thing, get a second to kind of like the question I have is like, are they fighting against a fucking time constraint? There's no reason not. for the episodes to be that short, and so why is all the transitions so happening at breakneck speeds? I don't know. Yeah, well, you I, can hold shots a little longer. Because the but. nice thing about the the longer shots in the originals is it gives you a second to live in that scene before stuff happens. Yeah. So it'll like wipe and you can see the Jawas walking around and then the Mandalorian can enter the scene and you're right. like oh it gives you a couple extra seconds with each other uh, and they still have scene. those yeah it's just that they could they still have those moments there and in fact I was thinking of it if you watch the scene where they come to back to the Jawas and he's like he'll be here mm-hmm. like that scene that was if you watch one. it's a quick wipe yeah but then they stay on the Jawas for a minute as they're mm-hmm. like boarding their craft yep. and they could have done that slower and they just could've. had more and that's such a nitpicky little thing. It doesn't take away. Yeah. At all. Yeah. It just would be. Nicer. I think it's them but, trying to like stay with the format, but also treat it more like, modern. With a modern yeah. It's kind of like with Solo and Rogue One with no scroll. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And it's like, 
the scroll is nice, but also I get what you're trying to do. Like, and that's I mean, I will say one favorite part is also seeing like the opening credits to Lucas films and Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. What do you guys think about cool. Star Wars fan? Love it. That's cool. I, yeah. I mean, to me, I don't think it's, I don't kind of, of, it's a little retro, a, and I like that'll it. be a cross series for sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't love it, but I'm like, it's cool. I think it's really like I thought they could have been a little bit more unique. Like Wizarding World looks way cooler to me. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like within yeah, that. You're right. But then it's like here's some fucking faces. They're very you know? specific characters. To me, I think I irritated. Like, here's the faces of people who are dead. Cool. And then the Mandalorian at the end. <laughs> then I'm like, are they dead? Who was it? I mean, it's it showed Darth Vader. It shows Darth Vader. R2, has Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren should probably die. And C three D two. And he's probably gonna die. Shows because well, shows a Mandalorian. What, what is yeah. this? What does this trilogy care about? Not the old characters. I, I just love the rainbow. The lights. It's very like seventies, which is oh, when the movie I love came that. Out. The first episode, it's like it's the co- you know the color around the border, then it turns to the yellow. Yeah, like first episode is diegetic sound over it, mm-hmm. but the second one you get that little bit of that fanfare. I appreciate yeah. you using that that term. I'll stick around you long enough. It'll yeah. happen. Um, Diegetic. To me, I would have almost preferred like if you saw like a blaster and then like a light, like couple lightsabers deflect it, and then a rain of lightsabers deflecting it. Just and a diegetic it, thing it, of lightsabers. Well, no, and then it burns into <laughs> Lucas films. You know what I mean? Diegetically. Oh, so it's like fused with the Lucas. Well, it's like you see like a regular pulse gun, and then you see like one of the stormtroopers' rifles, and then you see like a sniper, and then they're all shooting waves at it, and then like lightsabers. One green, one blue, then purple, red, then all of them start showing up, and they all illuminate the color like a wall that got deflected of like blasters. Yeah. Says I just like the idea that they don't have to focus on the word. They can just be like, "Yeah, Star Wars." Yeah. The show is called the Mandalorian, yeah. not like Star Wars colon Mandalorian. There's some which I, I do like. It's not some, like the yeah. Mandalorian, a Star Wars story, right? <laughs> there's some iconic iconography story. of like having words, like having like the castle, and then saying Disney and the Disney font is important. Yeah, yeah. like seeing the WB is important. Mm-hmm. Seeing the Star Wars is important, but and I'm they still it advertise separate it. from like, the actual They put it up title. there on yeah. billboards, but yeah. Uh, Tom? Uh, yeah. Tom Quam? I have, I have Tom a few, Quam? quite a few. How have actually. we never done that before? Tom Quams? Time for the Tom Quam. Tom Quam. Yeah, weird. Uh, I have a quite a few. Uh, so like I said at the beginning, like the pilot really kind of didn't sell me as much I think a pilot should. And I compare it to like uh, Watchmen. I compare it to Jessica Jones. I compare it to Game of Thrones. I compare it to a bunch of other like one hour long shows. Uh, but this isn't one hour, right? So it's like, it's, do you compare it the same way? But it's like, this is supposed to be like a AAA show. And I think to me, what I kind of, I expect from a pilot is throw me as many ideas as possible because you don't know what demographic I am and which one I'm going to stick to. What this mm-hmm. pilot really showed, it's like, you're here because you like Star Wars and that's what only matters. And so it, to me, it's like, only reason I'm watching this is because I have nostalgia glasses for Star Wars. But you're not going to give or me. Or you like Star Wars. Or I like Star Wars. You don't have right. to say nostalgia glasses. So right. that, it's, it's that means there's happening. no, there is no <laughs> content there. Yeah. But you, you like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Um, but a lot of this, like in 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 both ways, kind of like in the good and bad, this does nothing to do with Star Wars, and then makes you think it has everything to do with Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So like when it does nothing to do with Star Wars, you're like, cool, maybe this is, will be an original story. But then I only care about this character because I recognize his armor. Mm-hmm. I only care about these worlds or these words because I know where those came from but then they don't talk about the really the implications of it yeah so I mean like that's why I said like one of my most uh, my favorite parts was like learning about the currency not working anymore it's like oh that's really cool because I want to see a systematic social thing that like is transcendent of what Star Wars is. Yeah. Um, like, how does establishment fall? And it's like the little moments when he's like, because you're a Mandalorian. Yeah. You killed the Mythosaurs. You should make quick work of this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, the, more of that stuff is yeah. what you want. Um, because <laughs> I told Corey this a little earlier. Like, if you take away everything that's Star Wars of it, 
like it's a bounty hunter that goes to a place and he gets, you know, uh, he goes, gets a mission and he saves a baby. But like without this baby being a Yoda baby, like there's no reason to, for it to matter. Like, Except we, that it's a baby. Other than it's a baby. But then at this point, we don't know. We, we haven't seen this character be one way or the other about life. Like he kills people kind of indiscriminately. He sells people's lives for money, um, but he saves a baby. Why? Um, and so that's kind of the interesting thing. The fact that it's a Yoda-like baby, it's like, to me, I'm hoping for the fact that like he knows what the fuck the race is and is kind of playing dumb. Because like I kind of imagine like children of men where like the same thing, guy gets a mission to go to a place to transfer a place, yeah. transfer someone to something else. Like Logan, get this girl, transfer yeah. somewhere else. And the important thing is like, Mutants are no more. Yeah. But this is the first mutant in a long but time. But couldn't you also just say that it's amazing that even if you took the Star Wars thing away, there's a 50-year-old cre- like living thing that looks like a baby? Wouldn't that still be enough to make you pause? I think that's enough to make me pause, but is it enough for me to kill somebody that I like? I would technically work with? I don't if know. If they were going to kill it? Yeah, I think possibly. It would, I think it would be the same as if like you would see a baby, like a human baby. No, yeah. But like, there's so still my, the implication. My, like, my I point, think my point is like, he has not he enough. doesn't care about anyone's life. So it's like, why would he care about a baby? But I'm saying, if you told, mm. if you were told your target was 50 years old, yeah. and it was this baby that was like 50 years old, and yeah, like, holy shit, like, what yeah. is this? In Children of Men, it's like, why would we care about a baby? But the fact that like the world is non-fertile anymore, babies are fucking important. Yeah. So like in this world, it's like, why is a baby important? Mm-hmm. Other than it's a Yoda yeah, baby. He's probably intrigued. Um, yeah. And so, like, he was going to do his job no matter what, but then he has this kind of change of heart. And that's why, like, when you said, like, I don't like the fact they killed him, it's like, then they'd have to switch to another character. Because to me, that was kind of the only. Oh, 100%. Yeah. That that's was... why I said there's nothing that really brought the show down yeah. for yeah. me. Um, Just nitpicky. I, the, there is a, I don't know, a, not a problematic thing, but a thing I would have to say is, like, it's very, un, it's half baked for me at this point, is not knowing anything about this character. Um, I could tell by his actions, and I don't want an origin story. Except that he was found. Yeah. Um, Rescued, essentially. I can't, I can't tell his emotions. And that's just uh, a product of restriction of having him wear a mask. Wearing, yeah. yeah. Um, and the fact that he is um, as stoic as he is portrayed so far. I mean, he does has that hot-headedness sometimes. But, like, I can't tell if he's looking at people who are on the streets with disgust or with sympathy. Mm-hmm. I can't tell if he cares about this child or he's like, I can't fucking wait till I send you and get my money. You know, like, you yeah, know, just by looking at yeah. his actions tell you he cares. And about so it. like, yeah, that's what kind of things is actions. But like, you kind of lose those nuance of like, you don't get those microtransactions yeah. of like, how, they have to be really good with show. Yeah. Don't tell. Right. Um, and so like, I, it, it's to me a weird, cheap way of like, you make me feel like he's human only because of when he talks. But other than that, I, I feel like I'm watching a robot. Mm-hmm. Um, because when he fights a thing, that just means he's fighting a thing, whether he's good or not. But when he talks to Nick Nolte's character, it's like, hey, I really want to thank you. It's like, oh, he is a human. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, it's like, I'm watching a robot. Because I yeah. can't tell. I or can't tell when he's in English. We technically don't know if he's human or not. Yeah. That's a good point. Which would be cool. Yeah. Um, but he I, probably is. I wouldn't know yeah. for well, an hour's worth of show now. Um, probably looks like that one actor. Uh, Pedro probably, Pascal probably maybe. won't <laughs> maybe, you know <laughs> maybe maybe um, and he might have a little uh, I mean I know people are upset about the the mask thing and I think there's some forums I, online where they're like I can't believe we haven't seen his face yet I think upset is a for those who are upset don't be be more understanding of why you don't like it yeah I if for me it's more in, it's it's like the Master Chief effect mm-hmm. 
maybe that's why I'm okay with it. Yeah. Because one of my favorite series, and I think one of my favorite overarching stories, is led by a guy whose face you never see. Never I think the difference with that is just the medium. Mm-hmm. Because you are Master Chief. Well, yeah, you automatically have, you sympathize with anything you control. But then he he does have, like, the reason. But even if you just watch the cutscenes. He has his badass scenes and his gravelly voice. Yeah, Yeah. and And the things he does and the things he says are enough to to make you know what kind of person he is. And I think we'll find that out. Like I said, for me, those first two episodes were important. And, like, I do understand who he is as a person and where his beliefs are. But if you weren't on that journey with him, you're absolutely right. Like, I wouldn't know how mm-hmm. he felt about anything. Um, and I, w- I hope there's some more, I mean, to your point, Corey, like, I do think that the first two episodes show, like, an up and a down. Like, he's so badass, but also he's getting his ass whooped. Yeah. So for me, like, outwardly, I was just like, I can't tell if he's actually good at his job or if he's actually just, like, this hot, like, like slick dude who actually can't handle the wilderness. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, out in the streets of New York, you could shoot up an entire restaurant, but I send you out on the farm to build a fence. You don't know what to do. Yeah, I think like, it's just a matter of what element he's in. Like, and if he's if he's in the the element of bringing in someone for a mm-hmm. bounty, I think it's fine. Like you saw, he held his own in the fight with the with the turret and the cannon and yeah. uh, IG eleven. But as soon as you put him up against fucking Jawas who have scrapped his ship or uh, a mudhorn, which, which is not something he's used to fighting at all, I mm-hmm. don't like. And so for me, like I I understand that it's definitely a world building. I th- thing. well to me, I think they could have done that a little bit uh, more fleshed out in a sense of like, you know, if he has more reservations of like I don't want to go to that part because I don't like that area. Yeah, and made it more part of his character arc of him saying like I don't do those. I do inner city, inner like city work or something like mm-hmm. that. Because, like, okay, cool. Then he's going to have to, like, go through this. Yeah. He's going to have to, like, best the wilderness. And then when he finally does, you feel good for him. So for right now, like, I don't know if he has a better appreciation for it at all. Other yeah. than, like, it was just a hindrance to his side. And it's like, well, who gives a shit? Like, this was just a, a thorn in his spine. Or his side. Um, so that's that was, like, kind of, like, I can't tell if you're good. Yeah. Like, good at being a bounty hunter. And, like, if he is, quote, unquote, like, better than Bobo or Jenga Fett, then I'm like, then that just to me reinforces that they're both trash. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I think, and maybe this oh. just comes from, from lore, is that I think he's still a beginner. He doesn't mm-hmm. even have his sigil yet, which for those of you who are wondering what that is, if you look at Boba Fett's armor, it's not the skull, but there's a circle on his right chest pad, mm-hmm. and it's a, I believe, a seven, a leafed plant thing, and it's like a teardrop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it came from the, for everyone he's the killed sigil. In prison. It's it came from the sigil of Jango Fett's adopted father, who was a Mandalorian, mm. um, and so I I believe he is very good for a regular person. Right. But as a Mandalorian, I still believe he's a, a beginner. He doesn't think, have his full yeah, set of armor yet. Right. He doesn't have his sigil. She asks him, "Do you have your sigil yet?" Yeah. No. And she goes, "It'll reveal itself. Like it'll come to you when yeah. it, when it, when when you've earned it." I think I think this is him discovering that he just needs more. He needs a posse because we haven't seen. Um, Gina Carano's character. Yeah. We haven't seen a lot yeah. Ming Na Wen. Um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see if he starts forming like a little bit of a, a little bit of a group to I mean, handle some of the cuz you classic, know he's, in Knights of the Republic Mandalorians uh were in groups. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say I was like I don't know, it's called The Mandalorian. And the Death Not Squad. The Mandalorians, maybe that's season 2. The de- yeah. uh the Death Squad was like one of the most feared troops of Mandalorian warriors. And uh, it's the ones that Darth Maul controls by the end of it. Question. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I don't know going about the you can't see his face is that a Mandalorian thing where they don't take off their helmets? Yes. 
Okay. So like working within the confines of the source. That's material, why I asked, is it true you never take it off? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and that's. I mean, I like, think they have to eventually yeah. like sleep and. Yeah. Well, like, like it's kind of like the reason why I always get pissed off at every Spider-Man movie ever that they have to somehow take off their mask. Like, can you just fucking keep it on? <laughs> but it's like you don't get those reactions, and I get it. Yeah. In the comics and stuff, they take their hats off all the yeah. time. No, but, I mean in in Star- in Clone Wars, they took it off all the time. But those are the clone troopers. No, right? No, there's Mandalorians. Oh. There's like uh, all the Mandalorians, like all of them out there. There's like the peacekeeping one, and then there's like the faction of them that are like, we're fucking assassins. And it's yeah. fucking dope. As far as like the mm. cinematic universe, Boba Fett never yeah. did. Uh, Jango Fett did all the time. But again, neither of them are Mandalorians. True. But these are like the true ones in the Clone and Wars. And if, you, if right. you look at if you look at where he walks through, everyone is wearing their helmet and armor because it's such a, mm-hmm. it's such a, it's a religion way of it's, life. It's a way of life. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it's the it's only thing they... If you think of it like, like any type your, of like... Put in your rifle. Maori warriors who have like, you know, piercings or any type of like attachments to their body. Like, those are pieces of their culture. Right. It's like, that's them. Yeah. It's, you know, for the layman. It's Iron Man in his suit. Yeah. I did so, like that, by the way. They yeah. want you to put down your rifle. Yeah. I'm a Mandalorian. It's part of my religion. Uh, then you're not getting your parts back. <laughs> and so, I mean, for me, with the second episode, to me, that was much more important in terms of character. Because, mm-hmm. like, I felt like I got to know him a little bit more. But even then, like, I felt like it was kind of, like, cheap of, like, he's going against Rhino things. Like, he's not going to die. Yeah. So, like, and there's no one else here. So, like, no one's going to be at harm. Yeah. Not one well, person's he, at harm. I mean, harm. he could have got really hurt. but And then the show yeah. would have had to go on for six more episodes. Mm-hmm. Like, to me, like, there's zero stakes for it. Yeah. Like, and that was kind of a weird thing because, like, I feel like the opportunity could have been like he had something with him or the rhino, the rhino thing took the baby. Yeah. So now it's not just him killing the rhino. It's him saving the baby now. Yeah. Like they're, they're felt just like, well, as long as the baby doesn't get hurt, then I know for, and they're not going to kill well, a baby on from TV. a writing, from a writing perspective, it was most likely for them to set up the, the force reveal. Yeah. And I mean, that's, I, you could tell by beat by beat, like this, is going to happen here and mm-hmm. that's going to happen there. So it's like, this is going to happen. But like, the way they framed up, like I'm gonna da 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 here. It was like, I don't think that See, was what I what I thought was gonna happen. I never again. I didn't. For me, tension doesn't come from someone possibly gonna die, right. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For Same. me, it was the outcome of the story. Like I th- thought, maybe possibly, what could happen is he'd get his ass beat, knocked out, wake up hours later, baby gone, have to find out right, like more where it's off, different to. plot kind of plot. So that's where my tension came from. Because, yeah, obviously it's called the Mandalorian, so he's not going to die. Mm. Um, so then my mind wanders to other spots. It's like, what what kind of conflict can come you of know, this? It could have been cool that if IG-11 came back it's like and starts attacking him. And him? then so he has to start going at two fronts, yeah. fighting this monster he can't beat, and then also defending the baby from the robot. And maybe IG-11 is like unhinged now because he's like partly destroyed. Yeah. It's like yeah. a schizophrenic robot. You are registered now as an enemy. That'd be great. Uh, uh, yeah. But, um... No, I mean it's it's a little. I feel like the tonage is a little was a little weird from episode one and two, like going from like I'm a cool badass guy to like I can't ride a horse kind of feel was kind of like a decision which I was like, maybe the show is supposed to be a little funny and so I'm like yeah. cool. Well, that was episode one. That, that was, was episode all. one, and then episode two, kind of in in similar fashion of kind of like you speak like a like a Wookie. And it's like, okay, so he's not also too like too fluent in another language, so I don't know why he's trying to talk about it. But so there's like he could, yeah. So there's kind of like things right there where it's like you're you're kind of also, showing the me Jawas like, are assholes. So 
Like it's they're going to make fun it, of you no matter what. They hated him too. It's so. interesting yeah. how they sh- decide to show where weaknesses in this character. Mm-hmm. Like to me, like and it's tough. Again, it's like how do you make Superman vulnerable? Right. How do you make a bounty hunter? Who's you also to be remember badass? Mandalorians didn't give a fuck about anyone's culture or language. Yeah. Like it was their way, their highway. So the fact that he's trying to speak another language says a lot about him. Mm-hmm. That, because does he care about them or not? Well, it's not that he cares about them, but he does want to he respects them enough to try to speak their language right whereas old mandalorians would have been more concerned with taking their planet over and wiping them out of existence mm-hmm. or being under their control it could also just be like because the mandalorians are the greatest or nothing else it's so, like spartans so he's the gentle mandalorian he's uh it's like us living in more, la and we know more a little sage, bit of spanish here and there more wise okay then not as uh but no sigil but not more as wise. full-headed right he's figuring it out so it's like yeah. the the new way of Mandalorians. Like, okay, boomers, is what he's saying to the old Mandalorians. <laughs> That's okay, boomer. Say, like, your father's way. Mandalorian. Like, okay, okay, boomer, Mandalore. fat. <laughs> okay, Mandalore. Uh, so, no, but essentially, it's just, you know, the, the Empire's fallen. The Mandalores are backed into this small corner uh, of the galaxy. And so you have to kind of take your old honor and your fight and your and whatever it was. But also some of the stuff that doesn't apply is that the Mandalorians are the greatest warriors of all time. Because clearly they're not. They mm-hmm. were almost wiped to extinction. Uh, so I think him trying to speak other languages says a lot coming from a culture who didn't give a fuck about anyone else's You could al- You yeah. could even kind of almost imply that his journey is kind of like Luke's journey of the Jedi. Trying to re- like retrace back the steps of like the past. Yeah. With the little remnants that he has. Um, but it just kind of... there's and not it backfired. That's why he's like, okay, well, what yeah. about this? Because yeah. they were like, oh, you speak like a fucking Wookiee. Yeah. And he's like, oh, do I? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so there, there's some things like that, and I just, Falcon I just felt like there's a lot of, and I think it's, it's some John Favreauisms where he kind of just likes to let the cinematics play more than his words. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he kind of has that all about him. So, I mean, like, if you like John Favreau stuff, then you'll definitely love this. But, like, if you kind of see the faultiness of some of his work, then it's like, you'll, they, they come in full circle here. Yeah. That's where I kind of come from with it. I'm like, hmm, could be right. better. And I mean, like, I don't like having Dave Filoni on it. I think it's really important. I think oh, Dave yeah. Filoni should have been part of the writing process, though. I kind of agree with that, yeah. Because Dave Filoni, if you did, if you watch Clone Wars, it's see that's the fucking shit. You well, know he has what when's his episode coming but also, up? Three, four, uh, five, I think. He did screenplay for. He didn't do the story though. Still, yeah, yeah. Christopher Yost. It's some. Story. It's some involvement yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, that's I'm, it. I'm excited. No, no rating. Nope. Just, no rating. Just we're, talking. We're ongoing. Episode three yeah. is Come back next, next week. Tuesday. Um, we'll have we'll have another episode of Mandalorian on. I want to see more Mandalorians. I want to see more of their culture. Like that's what yeah. I'm really like, intrigued by. Like yeah. the sea. Oh, can I just say how fucking smooth it was when that uh, armor, the metal melted. Oh yeah, just that little like mm-hmm. little practical I, how, how effect. How go one more? I thought I went. Um, but, uh, when that best card little ingot melted, I was that was yeah. sexy. I was like, oh. I love his big giant sniper gun stick staff cool. yeah. shocker thing that they wanted. <laughs> they don't want to decide what it actually is. Do you know where that first showed up? That weapon? No. Star Wars Christmas special. Oh, no. uh, Boba Fett's weapon oh. was that exact weapon. Bobby Fett. Yeah, Bobby Fett. Disintegrator rifle that also uh, has a taser built in. Shocks mm-hmm. and it also is a staff and it's also like a. It's literally one shot. of the weapons that Mandalorians built to fight Jedi. There you go. Because it had to be able to handle all that shit. Yeah. Now, only if they can find jetpacks that work better. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Uh, that was pretty faulty jetpack. Well, yeah. it got well, hit. was it? It got hit, but yeah. Still. But I, I, 
I I hope he doesn't find a jetpack. No, yeah, it gr- grounds him a little <laughs> like, bit. Like I, it's like Wonder, why does Wonder Woman fly when she has a plane? It's like he has a jetpack. Why does he need a ship? So yeah, like yeah. For the final piece of your armor. I, I'm really well, glad it, it make him bulkier, which I like the fact that, like, in all honesty, like his uh, his suit, his armor is actually slimmed down. I'm like, I don't know how you did it, but it's like it's more slim than the well, other. It's not a full. Car. It's not full. Well, even his helmet. Armor. Have you seen the like the side by side comparison between Boba Fett and his? Yeah. Like his armor is much more slim. Is it? Is well, it I really? noticed I like the cheeks are like cut in. Yeah, and but then also like just the width and like the depth of it. So the 3D plane, like it's smaller. It's a smaller yeah. helmet. So it definitely it's not like a bucket. Yeah. It's much more helmet. It is. Yeah. So I, I'm like, cool. Like. Which makes me think, like, maybe we'll see cooler ones in the future, more variant models of them. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. Um, I liked seeing all the little ones. Like, some of them had the Boba Fett antenna. I saw that, yep. It was really nice little nod. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is It is a bit more slim around the sides. Which, it's, like, I, straight as opposed to bo- uh, Baba, Baba. I keep saying, I, well, <laughs> my wife and I call him Bobby Fett because uh, she's at Goodwill, and she bought me a, a Boba a Fett Fet. mug. Boba oh. Fett mug. And the lady behind the register picks it up, and she goes, oh! Bobby Fett, ooh, and my <laughs> wife went, yep, and we've just called him Bobby Fett ever since. Bobby Fett. Uh, Bobby Garcia Fett. But Bobby Fett's helmet goes out towards yeah. the sides, and his oh, kind of okay. goes yeah. in and down. Um, Yeah, I would love to see him get more armor pieces. I feel like, again, this is like almost the writing of a video game. Hideo Kojima's probably creaming himself right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gotta get those upgrades, man. Seriously. I'm in for the slow burn, man, like honestly. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's it's it's. A- I'm in for the slow burn too, but like, I will say, Logan got me a little bit more Juices it's flow. It's a fucking beginning. movie compared to a TV show, Tom. <laughs> yeah, man. You're you, talking about telling a story in an hour and a half over eight hours. You're telling me, live that, a, you're telling the me there's no need an arc in 30 minutes? Above all I'm else. not saying you don't need an arc in 30 minutes. Well, they give me an arc in 30 minutes. Above all I got else. the arc in 30 minutes twice. I'm just excited that we've had eight, live action-wise, we've had eight movies and now this. Yeah. Well, and two other movies on the side. So 10 movies. And now this series, it's like, we have a fucking Star Wars show. First, first live action Star Wars show. Yeah. yeah. That's Matt. That's huge. It's, it's I, a big I, deal. I, I watched I would, through the first episode like three times. Cause uh, I was just like, I just want to watch Star Wars I'm, be good. I'm yeah. not going to be like, a, uh, again, I'm not going to be alarmed, but I remember when someone said it to me, it's like, guys, we're going to watch Force, Force Awakens. Let's do midnight. We're not going to see another Star Wars movie for years. Fucking five more fucking <laughs> come out. But yeah. it's like with Star Wars, like again, we'll have another season and hopefully they'll start doing other, like, like to me, I want to see like a droid factory. Yeah. I want to see like. What are the inner workings of that? I want to see what it's like to own a cantina. I want to see those different things, like those uh, Star Wars cantina owner. Like, imagine like a show that's actually like based around the that, that's manager. Like, that's somewhat the like ma- dramatized. It doesn't have to Reality. do with any violence. Yeah, you know, like that just deals with like the bullshit that happens. And sometimes here's a fucking kooky character that's a bounty hunter or a Jedi. Or watch a- most of the Phantom Menace. It's mostly just politics. Or <laughs> if they do like a fucking Sopranos, the Huts. <laughs> you know, fucking like I want to really understand. Shit, you know what I'm saying? I really yeah. want to understand tr- uh, the Trade Federation's politics. You know, I want to get in there. No, <laughs> God, no. Be like these blockades, man. These aren't working. They're not working. You're blockading. You have to set the tariff. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, the separate. Yeah, I think I think what we're hoping for is more culture, more Mandalorian culture, yeah. and of course, more of this Baby Yoda. I, like, what I, is this? I honestly want it to spawn a series of movies because I think, to me, I'm kind of with this. I'm a little over. Jedi movies. Yeah. And I would like to see again. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want to see like actually the the coexistence between Jedi and Sith as well as Mandalorian in the past. I still want to see a Lando movie. Uh, yeah. With Donald Glover? With Donald Glover killed it, dude. You don't want a Billy D? Killed it. You don't, see, it. you don't want to see no ha- Han? I he want the, the young, beginning. I want the Can I just say also this isn't that episode? 
fucking love how they retconned that. Oh yeah. In the in because he calls him Han to piss him off. Oh, in the, in right. the new one. Hand. But we really, talked about it in solo. Really, there was interviews. If you watch some of the interviews going on at the time, uh, like they didn't know if it was Chewbacca or Chewbacca. And I guess mm. George was just like, whatever, it's regional. Say whatever you want, it'll be regional. <laughs> so he just said Han because that's how Billy D. Williams thought you should say it, because no one fucking knew. No, yeah. Uh and so then they retconned it in the the solo movie where he calls him Han. He goes, My name's Han Solo. He goes, Oh, Han, huh? It's actually it's Han. All right, Han. He's like, check out that episode now on our podcast. So anyway, that's what I want. I want more stuff like that. Like, yeah, I would love a land. I would love if this went into a Mandalorian movie. Yeah. And I mean, I don't know if it should follow this character, but just more about it. Like something. Like to me, this almost feels like where the Witcher can be. Like, give me this world, and then like you know, there's more Witchers out there. Fucking pick Mm -hmm. up a Boba Fett movie right at the point where he gets tossed into the pit. Yeah. Yes. His continuing adventures. Yeah, because it did. It went on for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, none of it's canon anymore, I guess. But but no, the they clo- can. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like they sometimes can do they it. like the setups, but they don't like the way it was executed. That's right. why. So like, so let's start the movie it. of him defeating the Sarlacc. Yeah, and crawling out. The first person call it, to ever survive the Sarlacc pit. And they call yeah. it 127 hours. Yeah, there starring you go. James Franco. Uh, but yeah, I'm excited for this, this show. I can't wait for next week. I'm in. I'm yeah. sold. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate you guys checking in our newest show, Mandalorian. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you think of, of The Mandalorian. Anything Are else you, you want us to it? touch on? Yeah. Send that on over to uh, Nerd on the Podcast at Gmail. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, you know the drill. As always, Nerd on! Broadcast.